Welcome, everybody, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Christmas special. This is the League of Extraordinary Podcast. All the podcasters around the world. Let me go ahead and introduce our fellow League of Extraordinary Podcasters. <laughs> Let me go ahead and start off. They give the people what they want, and that is from Harlem, New York. That is Kofi Winston of the Dirty Heels Podcast. How are you? Too sweet, too sweet. I'm all right, Kofi Weezer. We're half of the Dirty Hills podcast. We are here. We are here. Uh, my good brother Bo couldn't be here, but we are here. We here to show love, man. That's it. All right. And then we love is love. Yeah? yeah. Love is love. That's right. Definitely. And also, we have from Manhattan, New York. He's styling. He's profiling. He's wheeling, dealing, kissing, son of a gun. And that's the man himself with the James Bond suit. That is. Jonah you know from it. Rewind, Recap. That's our Burrow brother. <laughs> it's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. I love that we grew this time. I don't know if we can grow anymore, honestly, and still handle it, but uh, we'll try, and I think we'll have a good time here today. I see a lot of nice faces, a lot of recognizable people. Let's get on with it. All right, let's do it. And also, we have our other brothers from another mother, from Montreal, Quebec. That's what we have. He's not a prediction. He's a spoiler. He likes to spoil shit around. <laughs> and that's right. And that is Mr. Kyle, the spoiler, Morin. Alongside with him, joining him is the prophecy himself. And that is the champ, the real champ, all right? That's Jeremy Prophet. So on yeah. to you guys. Looking forward to having a good time. That's right. Uh, unfortunately, there's no Frank because he's working. He's on a boat. <coughs> we shipped him to OVW. <laughs> And also, we have our brother from the United Kingdom. He has the James Bond voice. He has the looks. He has James I, the James Bond of all Bonds. And that is our brother, James, from that 90s wrestling podcast. Yeah. Hi everyone, thanks yeah. for having me back again. Uh, really enjoyed last time, so uh, glad to be back and uh, do some Rumble predictions, so looking forward to it. Awesome, definitely. Well, let's go ahead and welcome our other new brothers as, as joining us in this big round table here on the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. So I want to go ahead and introduce, and this is from UNYC, and that is our brothers, uh, Mr. Eric, a.k.a. Big E, Diamond Cutter, and that is also... Mr. Randy, a.k.a. The People's Champ. That is from Backstage Brawl Podcast. How are you, gentlemen? Yeah. What's going on? What's going on, guys? <coughs> Good to be here. Well, Burrow, What's going on? And also, we're glad you guys are joining us. We also have our other brother from Brooklyn, New York. And that is the Titantron himself. That's Mr. Anthony from the Titantron Podcast. It is time to turn your attention yeah. to Titan Tron. It is great to be here. I'm glad to join all of you today. I'm looking forward to talking. Let's do it. All right. And it. Also, we have from Queens, New York. They're the fanatics. That's what they call themselves. They're the wrestling fanatics. That's why they're the ring fanatics. That is Nick and Joel. How are What's you? What's going guys? on, guys? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Can't wait to. Just talk and just chop it up with you guys. Exactly, exactly. Thank you. And also, the last but not least, we see him for last, other native from Toronto, Canada. That's 
Uh, the man himself was drinking. What are you drinking there, cognac or what is it? Or, or Royal. Crown Royal. That's right. That is Tyler <laughs> from Countered Out Podcast. Welcome. Awesome, man. Thanks for having us. On behalf of Mike, my co-host who couldn't join us, we're thrilled to be a part of this. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Yeah. Definitely. Cheers. Cheers. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are this is making history once again, and we, and we're gonna make more history as you know as the year is ending and then 2021. Hopefully, we deliver with a bang. So let's go ahead and start off with some talking shop, gentlemen. By far, I'm gonna ask our brothers, that is Kyle and Jeremy, what's been so far the best. You know, best thing that's ever happened in 2020 in pro wrestling. Best thing in wrestling in 2020. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think in general, just the way that wrestling has adapted, given this new world that we're all living in. I mean, we've seen WWE start off, you know, with the Performance Center, empty, still trying to put on a show. We've seen AEW take the ball, run with it, innovate, be the first one to have people out there ringside, give us a different camera view, allow people back into their venue and give us some semblance of the wrestling that we love and remember. So I think the evolution of wrestling, and now, you know, even with the Thunderdome and everything else they've innovated, cinematic matches, we've seen the business evolve and maybe give us something that when things go back to the way they are, they were, I should say, uh, these new adaptations will now be included and give us a whole new form of professional wrestling that people can enjoy live and from the comfort of their homes. There's a lot of New York in the building. I was going to say that. Yeah, there's a lot of NYC here. That's fantastic. New York's in the building. They're taking over here right now. They're taking over. We got to get a New York edition. I didn't realize there was this many New York in the building. We're going to make that happen. We could definitely set that up, man. For sure, yeah. We'll talk about that over here. Us at the backstage, bro, we got some things cooking up, especially group podcast like this so uh definitely we we definitely do an nyc episode man definitely yeah yeah, yeah. that's awesome for you guys you guys all the nyc we're the only ones here in cali which i, I even forgot to introduce ourselves but yes yeah. the devious one i just see the host of the circle today podcast alongside with my brothers from another mother that is the great american hero that he gives you the flexes in these the man with the 12-inch pythons. That's a great American hero, Mike Lopez. And also I have Mr. MGC, Matthew Steamboat. What's up, guys? And also have the return. And we haven't seen a hiatus for three months. Our other fellow brother, that is the reputation killer of all killers. That hey. is Josh oh, I've been in. I've been in. I've been in exile for three months, just like Goldberg was for two years. And ladies and gentlemen, I've been on shaking things up a bit. I've been watching a little bit here from there. But things are about to get shaked up a little bit because I'm going to inject some poison in this motherfucker. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Love the promo that you just get a little bit. Things promo. about to get a little bit darker here in Sunnyville because I'm going to call it Chillville. I love it. Oh, and this, this is my present to you guys. I've got uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Matsui Jirina. You know, fire. You that know, is fire. There, there you go. go. <laughs> I just have my belt. <laughs> <laughs> I just have my drink. That's all I have. That's all I have. So, yeah, let me go ahead and ask you, Jonas. How do you feel about 
and I'll, you know, everybody who wants to answer, you know, rebuttal what he, you know, after what he says. How do you feel about this cross promotion going so far? Kenny Omega, you know, being the Triple H Mega Champion, AEW, we might see him be an impact now. All these cross promotions of professional wrestling. How do you like it so far? I really like it. Um, yeah, as you said, a lot of people probably have opinions on this. I love it so far. Uh, I will say that I think Impact, the first week when they had the wrestling world, really at the grasp of their fingertips, I think they dropped the ball on that first crossover episode. I personally didn't think that was a great episode of Impact. And I have been watching Impact, too, throughout this uh, whole pandemic. And that one just didn't really – it seemed almost lesser then than what I had been seeing, which really wasn't their greatest, obviously, but still – uh, so I was disappointed in that. This past episode we just witnessed of Impact, though, the second crossover with Kenny, I enjoyed that. I think they picked it up a little bit. Um, I think that, uh, and especially with our, our is, guy is, James is here. Is that worth, is that oh, worth yeah. going watching back, though? Because I missed it. I missed that. <laughs> yeah, go watch it. Yeah, go watch I, it. I watched, for sure. Taz, I watched Taz and Kenny Omega get – not Taz. I watched um, – What's his fucking name? Don Callis. I watched yeah. him and um, <laughs> Kenny Omega getting a limousine, and then they said, watch on Tuesdays. But I missed that. That's the thing. They told everyone to watch, and then the show sucked. So it wasn't, it, it was kind yeah. of a letdown. Yeah. <laughs> it was a letdown. But the second week was good. Um, I'm interested to see what other promotions they cross over with because yeah. Impact's got some good matches, but we've really been missing like this. So this match at Hard to Kill is going to be great. Rich Swan and um, MC uh, Motor City Machine Guns, Good Brothers Omega. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That's like an actual crossover like match. Like that's what I thought they were going to do that first episode. I thought it was going to be almost like an invasion of sorts. And it, it just kind of uh, fizzled out to this kind of watered down version where we're getting that one match, which is great. And uh, I think we'll see where it goes from there. I'm looking forward to if they go to um, New Japan, if they branch out to other companies. And I think if there's some sort of alliance with these companies on, on that same level, uh, we could see some great things happen for sure. And it'd be interesting to see how WWE responds to that too. Bullet kind of have taken over the wrestling yeah. world, man. They're everywhere. I'm kind of surprised yeah. that NXT yeah. didn't do this crossover first before AEW did because I feel like Impact That's is more point. open. Yeah. I feel like Impact is more open about talking about, about WWE in a non-negative way. So it's like, yeah. okay, might as well have them cross over. Did y'all um, see, yeah. see where WWE might be open to working with other companies now? They're not. It well, doesn't matter not. if it's Vince or if it's Triple H. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it unless it benefits them a lot. And by I mean yeah. a lot, like them oh, taking real. all their talent in a few years. Well, do you see them like working? Do you see them like trying to work with TNA in the future if, if AEW don't continue uh, to work? Triple H too much ego, man. Get Triple H to Triple H would. Triple H would. I don't know. That's the thing because it's all about. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine this? TNA NXT Invasion War. That's I mean, they have Jeff Hardy. Most of their guys are in Impact at the moment. Most of their former wrestlers are in Impact. So it's kind of like returning people instead of invasion. You know what I mean? Uh, I think yeah, there's too much ego on, on the WWE side to do so that. You're, you're seeing the club and you're seeing side. Brian Myers and then Eric Young. It's like they were there already recently. So it doesn't make sense. It wouldn't call it a invasion to return. Invasion. And, and they were positioned so poorly while they were there, too. It wouldn't be believable. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what I, what but I like was, yeah, yeah, I've been catching up on it too. I've been catching up on Sue Young's like alter ego gimmick or whatever the fuck she's doing, Susie or some shit. Yeah. yeah. What I liked was that this past Saturday at Triple Mania, even the commentators at Triple A 
acknowledged what was going on with uh, mm-hmm. the impact and uh, AEW crossover going on with Kenny and his change of character. So, you know, good on them for allowing that. You know? though, Mike. That makes me think, though, Mike. You got Impact, you got AAA, and you got AEW. I mean, could Cody like try to recreate the three, the three, uh, World War Three? Could he try to recreate World War Three, but with a different name? It's, it's it's in the works. It's in the works. It definitely is. Um, this new print money right there. It is this new thing that they got going on. Kenny being this whole new collector of belts now. Yeah. Kind of going. It's a good gimmick to have going. I call it the cleaner 2.0 because that's what we're seeing. We're seeing essence of the cleaner, but we're also seeing a brand new character with Kenny now being this collector of belts. Because we're gonna get a Rich Swan and Kenny Omega match. That's gonna happen. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely gonna happen. And I think what he's gonna go after that is the NWA title, which I would love to see him and Nick all this tie up. That's gonna be great. It's not just AAA and Impact and and AEW. Because Impact is Impact has a partnership with Pro Wrestling Noah, and Pro Wrestling Noah is partnered up with DDT, and DDT is already partnered up with AEW. So you just added two more that come with Impact in that package. You know, very true, very true. Yeah, everybody. Could you see like? Could you see like? Uh, uh, nobody's fucking talking about them right now, but could you see like? Since Impact, AAA, and AEW's working together, could you see Ring of Honor and, and NXT or something like that working together? Ring of Honor, yeah, yeah, Ring of Honor, yeah. NXT, Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah. Isn't is it Marius Girl up there in the in the? In That's the, what ties him in with AEW. Okay. I feel Marius Girl and uh, the boys of the uh, league. Uh, he's gone. Oh, it might, show, it might gone. show up too. But, but here's here's the thing though. Here's the one thing though that you guys have to remember that. Ring of Honor has a relationship with New Japan and CMML. So, so now, I'll remind you that AEW has a relationship with AAA. And also remember that CMML and, and AAA are two competitors in Mexico. They have to, in order for that to happen yeah. to become in fruition, they have to set aside their differences and work together with AEW. That's going to be the major factor in reality. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, that. At the end of the day, the old saying goes, you know, money talks. Bullshit uh, talks. Absolutely. No, I agree to so, that. That's you know, right. If the money is right, I think we could set aside this happen for wrestling history to happen. You know, if the money is right, I think it'll happen. Yeah. But remember, there's always ego, especially in Mexico. You know, me and me in Mexico, okay? So, I mean, there's always like, that Mexican pride, you know, like, no, my shit's better than your shit. That, you know, that type of shit. So, that's going to be the major factor within them two. I'm only talking about them, them two companies. Other than Ring of Honor and New Japan, I don't know if they're willing to open to that. They should be. That's like how you said it. It's money talks. Yes, 100%. I think they should jump, you know, go. Why not? Jump on it. Shit. They'll be the biggest crossover promotions in, in history. We haven't seen in a long time since what? The, what, the Rocket Eras in Memphis? Yeah, early 80s. Yeah. 80s. Like for the it's the territory it's feel right now, like the old NWA days, right? It feels like Kenny Omega is kind of touring all over the place. He's got like the you know the old school NWA champion vibe. It'd be nice if they could all work together and get a system like that in place where they have a touring champion. That'd be fun to see. Yeah. I think I think it helps. I think it helps professional wrestling as a whole if they do do that. If they if they basically follow that 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 lane, it it's healthy because competition is healthy. You know, for, for 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 a lot of reasons, but collaboration is even better because now mm-hmm. if you include all these other people, you put so much light on other wrestlers that are not being showcased in North America from different countries. That's and it. like you said before, 
um, Ivan, um, you were talking about how CMML and AAA don't, don't rock with each other. At the end of the day, it's all about bettering the business. Because now we've, we've basically gotten to this field, this, this space now where everything is coming together in a certain way where everybody's rocking with one another and doing and working with each other. The, the better it is for them, the better it is for everybody. And, and so, hella high water, I would say Triple H over Vince would probably be more receptible oh, to, to be yeah. open to basically, all right, you, you guys can come rock over and do a couple of matches. Because trip trip, there's evidence that supports the fact that Triple H has already done this with NXT. Yes. He'll yes. be, he's, he's open enough to do that. Vince, on the other hand, I do not trust to do no. so. No. Triple H is a student of the game. It, they don't call him the game for for a reason. No pun intended. Like he's a, he's a, <laughs> he is legit the cerebral assassin. He he studies these things. He studies the pulse of where things are going, which is why you NXT is the way it is. Even now, you know, obviously they have evolved. Um, but what they're doing with evolve, they're trying to make what evolve. They're trying to revive evolve under a different name, obviously, because they, they went belly up recently because of the pandemic. Yep. And making it more like what the original NXT was prior to what 2016. Right. You know, they're trying to make sure that they have that freedom and have open relationships with other people. He's already doing it in the UK. Yes. He's having uh, Kyrie Sane as the ambassador in Japan. He's doing it in India. So he's having a territorial system within NXT. Not right. WWE, within right. NXT. There's you also other companies on the network that are putting their content on there, like ICW, yeah. you know, different stuff like that, that they're on the network. So there's definitely collaboration there. And here's the thing. When he came out with the, the, the Capital Wrestling Center, the CWC, mm -hmm. that was his <coughs> grandfather's promotion before right. Vince Sr. Yeah. took it. Yeah, yeah it was. And, and, and me, when he first put that up, I'm like, Triple H is playing ch chess with Vince. He's basically moving his bishop or his rook to basically say, all right, like, I'm going to. <laughs> Uh-oh. What happened? Oh, he lost him. He was in the man. He should get to the good stuff. I was waiting for the good stuff. Somebody has a WWE stooge on here. Cliffhanger. I don't know who it is, but just give it up. Hopefully he goes back. But, James, I want to get your thoughts. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, like, for someone who actually speaks to Impact Wrestling Management, like, on a daily basis, I can tell you what's happening. Flex from James. I took me time to get there. No. Uh, obviously, I spoke to Don Callis the other night, and um, yeah, I, I can see like an invasion. The way he was, I, I mean, he was speaking in kayfabe, he was speaking in character when I was all night, and like I, I asked him, like, the invasion angle, because it's something a possibility we could possibly see, and the way he was wearing it, it was like, well, people thought you wouldn't see, you know, Kenny Omega in Impact tagging up with the Good Brothers against Rich Swan and Motor City Machine Guns. The way he was wearing it, was like, yeah, something might happen, and I speak to the guys at Impact, uh, Ross Foreman, Simon, and guys like Robbie that. Robbie with the ball. Yeah. yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's something that's likely. And as for <coughs> the Japan gigs, uh, so they allowed um, Chris Bay, who's going to be a superstar next year, um, they allowed him to sure. wrestle in the uh, New Japan, uh, you know, the uh, Super Juniors Cup. And they've just announced themselves that they're going to bring back the... Um, X Cup, uh, TNA Super X Cup, yeah. and they haven't announced everyone who's going to be in it, but don't be surprised if you see someone from Japan, or New Japan even, might actually appear in that, and uh, as for the um, 
NWA, uh, they won't work with Impact for the simple fact that Billy Corgan hates Ampump, who owns Impact, because he got done dirty out of some money. Uh, so Billy Corgan oh, won't work with Impact. Oh, yeah, they should um, He will work with Ring of Honor, because they, they had a relationship before the uh, pandemic hit. They was doing the pocket <coughs> cup, Matty Skell was coming over. Matty Skell's obviously left uh, Ring of Honor since, because of the alleged scandals. He was still with them. Um, Nick Holders, he is the champion, but Nick Holders has all intentions of taking over the NWA in the end. Uh, probably won't happen with Vince, definitely won't happen with Bruce Pritchard because him and Nick Holders hates each other. Well, it's more the fact that Bruce Pritchard hates uh, Nick Holders because uh, Nick Holders, well, Nick told, told me exactly why, and you can watch it on the interview. Uh, so while them two's there, we'll have him. Plug, watching TV, starting beef. I've let everyone else speak for half an hour, so I'm going to take you five minutes. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, um, so, but yeah, when oh, the witch takes nah. over, I reckon um, there will be more open up partnerships. But yeah, impact, invasion to AEW is something that possibly can happen. So just keep eye out. But. I'll tell you off camera. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We'll, we'll do that definitely off the air. But yeah, go ahead, Randy. Yeah, we're waiting for you. Like, what happened? Yeah, no, no, Vince heard it. Vince heard it. The Denny episode that we just filmed um, just uploaded and it kicked me off for whatever reason. I was like, dang, I didn't realize what I didn't realize what happened. So like, um, that episode just uploaded. Um, but um, they pretty much summed up what I was trying to say. Um, he, he basically just tied it in a bow. So um, everything that I wanted to say, he basically just said it for the most part. Yeah. All right, all right. So I, I, I want to kind of make a comparison with the MCU, with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where, you know, at the beginning they had Iron Man and Thor in separate movies, but, you know, they started kind of putting them together and it led all the way to Endgame and had all these, you know, superheroes all over the place. So that's kind of how I imagine it going. Uh, it won't take 10 years like how it did with them, but... Uh, something along the lines of that and also like with the League of Extraordinary Podcasters uh, you know we did the f first episode and we had a, a good time with that so we included more now and you know it's gonna well, keep growing so uh, it's all about definitely, continuity definitely. at the end of you know the day. what I'm saying I think yeah, that's the most thing that every wrestling fan wants is continuity <laughs> as long as there's continuity and the storyline makes sense and we get what we want out of that so mm -hmm. as long as the continuity is there I don't have a problem with it that's just me personally. I don't know how the rest of the panel feels, but continuity and storylines definitely do matter in professional wrestling. Um, people don't like the slow burn. Um, that's, that's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. People don't like the slow burn anymore. People like to get straight to the point. No, you gotta plant. You gotta plant the seeds. You gotta plant exactly. the seeds week by week build and build up, up the storyline. Story. Build call, up the story and it, get it to the apex. I call it the microwave generation. That's right. The microwave. That's a good one. That's what I call it because it's like, you know, like, pardon me for talking about food for a minute, but it's like you'd rather Please. have something. You'd, you'd rather have something that you personally made and let it cook and simmer in the kitchen rather than putting it into the microwave for for a few minutes and and just saying, well, here it is. It don't taste as good as you basically putting the ingredients, setting it up, seasoning it, putting it in the oven or in the stove, letting it simmer, letting it cook, and then when it comes out. You're able to basically have it and savor it a lot more. So when the story comes out and you let it grow from, from, from its inception, from its origin, then you're able to get the most out of that, the buildup and then the payoff. Nowadays, you that's get stories. Right. That's right. Like, 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 
evolution with Batista and uh, Randy Orton. That built up for a long fucking time. That was, that was, that was a long build up. That was a long off in the end. That was the seed. They planted the seeds for that like for years, and when it finally comes. To, to fruition, and you got Randy Orton and Triple H's feud, and, and that's what made Randy Orton when he won that world title. And then you got Batista and Triple H at WrestleMania when Batista turned down that SmackDown contract. He said, I'm coming for your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that seeds like that is what's missing nowadays. You got to plant seeds if you want to grow a little something that's going to get a little high, if you know what I'm saying. That's a fact. Because, like, even, even look at this, like, on, 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 for the backstage, bro, we've been praising um, the tribal chief over the last few months as he returned. Um, but, but seriously, if you look at Roman's situation, you know, since he came back, um, there has been long-term story booking with Roman and dating back to the snowstorm of 2015 when he was in uh, the WWE headquarters cutting probably at the time his best promo against Brock Lesnar going into WrestleMania 31. Five years later, Heyman always sprinkled the seeds saying, I've always respected your father and your uncle. I admire the Samoan dynasty. Kishi, <laughs> The Rock. That's every right. I remember that. Dynasty. Every step along the way, 2018, when they were in New Orleans again for the second, the second round when they did the WrestleMania in uh, New Orleans, he sprinkled it again saying, I respect you. I respect your family, your lineage. I believe you're the next one. Flashback to this past August, <coughs> SummerSlam, what the tagline is, you'll never see it coming. Roman came back, and you have Ro – and then that smack, that following SmackDown, Paul Heyman was right there. I'm like, who else but Paul? You can't sell the tribal chief now without a Paul Heyman because he sprinkled in those seeds for the entire time. When uh, we did the first circle of debates, we all went through who our current favorite is right now, and I said Roman Reigns. Yes. And everybody here fucking booed me for it. <laughs> <laughs> I still boo you for it, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, I still boo you for it. What's that? Was this during, was this during Thanksgiving? Mm -hmm. um, yes. Yeah, it was for the Thanksgiving yeah. episode. <laughs> I yep. I think we would have been. Hey, you can have the last laugh. say we would have been with you. You can have the last laugh. You're damn right, I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're the spoiler because you you spoiled it. I mean, yeah, you get the last laugh. Huh? <laughs> like, well, I mean, I'll continue. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, because like um, because me, me, E, and of course our our, our crew here at the backstage, bro, we, we was basically because we do fantasy booking. That's our big thing. We like the fantasy book, and. I know the theme of today is more so the Royal Rumble. Yes. I don't want to give him too much because as as everybody else, because I want to see everybody else's predictions and ideas for the Rumble. But we had a we had an idea, and it does include Paul Heyman, sprink again sprinkling some long term booking as one of the topic of, of, of long term booking. And with this idea, that's the idea that I had to be sold on because I'm a huge fan of The Rock, which is why I have this title to begin with. So, um. But as much as I want that money match, I had to be like, I had to basically like really, really listen to the other alternative and to be sold on it. And after a while, it crept in. I'm like, damn it. That also makes sense too. It's long-term booking. If WWE goes for this, because the thing about it is ever since Roman came back, elements of storytelling came back, which yeah. has completely been lost in WWE for a long time. It's basically, here's the match, here's the finish. And that's just bland. There's no that's story thanks to, That's also thanks to the pandemic because, I mean, if there would have been a live crowd, would you have been able to hear 
half of the shit talking that Roman does. Like even Randy oh. Orton in the ring, you couldn't, you wouldn't be able to hear him over the crowd, and that adds another layer and another element into the match. The fact that you can hear these guys speak, and that's the the beauty in disguise with this whole pandemic and them not having an actual crowd. Agreed. You're, you're, you're not listening to the the audience, you listen to them mainly. It's like you can actually hear them instead of hearing the chants and shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It, it's not about the loudest guy in the room. You have to make them listen to you. And Jake the Snake um, was a master at controlling mm, the crowd and getting them to do absolutely. that. Absolutely. So, so I kind of disagree with that, but I get, I get what you're saying. That's, that's, that's why it's a debate. That's why it's a debate. Quick question, Jeremy. Do you, do you see Roman, like, in his promos, like, um, not, to harp, not yeah. to basically just shed a light on him, but seriously, in his promos recently, do you start to see him? He's not yelling in his promos. He's doing the slow, sauntering type of – every word matters. Like, Randy Orton is a student – I would call him like Jake Jr. in a sense, in terms of how he's, his approach to pro doing promos is. Like, he doesn't yell like most people would to get you riled up. He's very slow sauntering, makes you believe every word matters in terms of what's coming to you, um, in terms of what, what the match is and, and what the payoff is. Do you think that Roman has, has, has barred an element from Jake in his recent promos um, as a tribal chief? <coughs> I think that Roman just became better as an overall actor and whether they taught him that on Fast and the Furious or he just, you know, something clicked sitting at home watching guys trying to do the job but but not being able to get it done on the mic, which has for the longest time been a problem in WWE, whether you want to blame it on the scripted promos or guys just wanting to play it safe. You know, we haven't seen that Attitude Era level mic work. Uh, coming out of talent and you know and take it from a guy who, who's made a pretty good dollar in the business by being good on a microphone uh, you just don't see that believability and attitude anymore you don't see guys that can rock the mic in wrestling like say guys in hip-hop or uh, you know guys in Hollywood or even guys in the UFC and that's because they won't and, let them go out there without a fucking script like AEW man well you the thing is with all due respect to that give them the bullet points and let them go it's not talk. necessarily the problem because you have some people that if they don't have the script they're gonna fail even worse if they're left to their own devices mm -hmm. so some people you gotta rein them in you gotta put them on a script to be able to carry them to a level that's acceptable on TV. That's why right. actors that, and shows have why, scripts and have directors that, that can- With all due respect to that, that's why, that's why in the attitude there, you sank or you swam. And that, I believe, is how it should Survival be. Survival of the fittest. If you but can't unfortunately, cut a promo, then hit the bridge, bro. Un unfortunately, you, know you get guys who get contracts for other reasons, and you know they don't have the tools to entertain a crowd, whether through the television or sitting in the front row, through their speaking ability. I think that should be a qualifying criteria, but unfortunately it's not. In this day and age, sometimes your technical skill or your appearance is more important than being able to have the ability to connect with that person. Nonetheless, I, I think with- 100%. Yeah, but there's still a lot of old, yeah. old school fans that want to see somebody raise some hell like Stone Cold did, like The Rock did, you know what I'm saying? If there was no like Rock, you wouldn't have a Roman. You wouldn't have the storyline. If there was no like, Run DMC, you wouldn't have the breaks in this, that, and the other. So I think you have to, you have to like look at the past. It's like, yeah, the past is the past now, but now we have this new shit that's going on. You can't everybody just can't keep looking at the past. You know what I mean? Like we have Drake's, we have Little Yachty. These guys are making music now. Like we have Romans, we have uh, uh, um, Austin Aries, and, and 
whoever the fuck else is wrestling right now. You know what I'm saying? Kenny Omega. We can't keep looking. We have Moxley. We can't keep looking at the past. Yep. You know? Like, the past is the past. You got to like what's now. You talked about either, like, weak promos or strong promos. There's a, like, usually when a weak promo comes along, somebody who isn't as good with promos, they usually pair them up with a manager, and that was, like, the old way. And then WWE, we don't see as many managers. I'm got like, I've heard people, like, not really, like, like, I like Kenny Omega's promos, but a lot of people, like, they say it's not their cup of tea for some other people. But then, uh, then again, Don Callis, like, like, when he bared it with Kenny Omega, he's trying to emulate the whole Nick Bockwinkle and Nick Bockwinkle and, and uh, Bobby Heenan. And th they were both great at promos, both of them. So you have... So you could have a manager and some have a manager who's better at it paired with somebody, you know, who's kind of okay at it, you know, and then, you know, have them build up to being just amazing at it. So that's always the, that's always the option, you know, pair them with somebody good and have them learn from them. Another option to that could also be just put someone in that position that can get it done on the mic rather than giving them the crutch of a manager. Yeah, agree. I, 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 yeah. I often tell my, I tell myself sometimes like Brock, as good, as great as Brock Lesnar is in the ring, he wouldn't be Brock Lesnar the beast without Paul Heyman talking for him every single time. But without him, like he would just be like a guy beating people up and no one talking. Which is so, kind of what he was before they brought Heyman back into the picture when Brock yeah. came back in 2012. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, another thing I want to actually add for this 2020 before we jump into the Royal Rumble predictions. I just want to go ahead and say that 2020 this year has been for the women's in all, all around in the independent circuit. A lot of them from, yep. from NWA, from AEW, from NXT, from Impact. We could yet to give kudos to the women what they have done by far this whole 2020. And I love every individual one of them. They, pro they pro produce phenomenal matches in their territories individually, you know. Uh, so I want to ask Nick and Joel, so how, how do you feel about the women's, you know, division overall, like, throughout this whole year of 2020? I think they, like you said, they pretty much put, I feel like, in my opinion, they put 2020 on their backs. Um, I loved every, almost pretty much almost every, every single women's match, NXT, Impact, more than I did the men's um, in the main roster or something. Um, uh, yeah, I just really, kudos to them. We put my hats off to them. I really appreciate, like, loved every single match and majority of the women's matches that were put on in various different companies. Definitely, I agree. I think the women did a great job this year. Of course, there's little problems that everybody has with, like, yeah. booking and all that. Like, I would love to see Shayna as the face of the company at the moment. I don't know how she's not. They fucked her up on there. Right? Yeah, <laughs> so it, they yep. fucked up on there. Because Nia Jax needs a partner. Home. What can we say, guys? Nia needs no, a partner. Yeah, yeah, don't even bring up Nia Jax. Don't even bring her up. If you want to hear... I'm sorry, guys. If you want to hear a Nia Jax rant, go listen to our podcast. He does that weekly, almost every single week. Go listen. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like Especially, like, we just talked about this on Leia's episode about them sending people down and improving themselves. She's one of the people that you can send down to improve. Like, you don't have yeah. to take her off TV, but at least get her improved. Like, the way that – like, I feel like she's kind of just running people out the company, hurting them. She's you know the, I mean? like, she's the has, she's got, she's gotten more to take her off TV, but they could, though. Yeah, she's gotten oh, more yeah. people injured than champions. I'm, <laughs> um, I'm going to say this, though. Um, 
Yes, definitely all the women have been, across all territories, have been killing it. They've been putting on championship matches, regular matches, one-on-ones, two-on-twos, you name it, they've been doing it. But I will say this, and I'm going to take this from um, Sir Wilkins of the Jobberteers podcast. Um, definitely WWE has the most marketable uh, women's division. I'm going to put that out there. Whether or not anyone agrees or disagrees, I believe they have the most marketable women's division because um, not that outside in- of the four horse women. Does that include of- NXT? Yeah. Yes, including yeah. Oh, yeah. NXT, NXT is ridiculous. Right? I would I would never not leave out NXT uh, women's division. They're actually, they're probably a little bit better than the main roster, in my opinion. No, they're definitely yeah. better. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Joel, Joel said this in I think the last episode where like you could literally call out like three to four women on from NXT to the main roster, and you'll still no. have a stacked women's you division. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying hypothetically. <laughs> if they oh, would, yeah, they would. Yeah, if they would. I'm like, not no, saying no. they are. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> leave Rhea Ripley off the yeah, main Rhea. roster. Leave her away from Vince. Strictly, yeah. Oh, yeah. She'll be like somewhere else before. You know. I gotta say, you guys should keep an eye out for this woman, Maki Ito. She's she to me, she's going to be like the MJF of of like if you take MJF and like Hikaru Shida or um or or any of the Joshi wrestlers. She's really amazing on the mic, and she cuts some very like insane funny promos you know she actually just defended her she actually just dropped her title to thunder rosa in japan recently so thunder Fine. rosa has the tjpw title at the moment i was gonna say i'm you know i'm sure that woman's great but the woman next to her is who i'm looking at right now is probably one of the top women mvps of this yeah. year yeah just the, yeah. the type of shit that she's done across all different promotions it's you know i don't know if she's the top woman this year but she's definitely in that top three top five rank it's why it's why this match oh, yeah. is worthwhile to watch, though. It's it's hard to watch. It's hard to find it, but you know you could possibly find it on like a Chinese streaming app or something because this was this was over in uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling when Thunder Rosa uh, was up against Maki Ito, and of course Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling is a subsidiary of DDT, and it's highly po- and we've already seen some of uh, TJPW's talent on AEW, so it's highly likely we might see. Maki Ito pretty soon. Funny, the funny thing is, uh, there's kind of like this Twitter thing going on with Maki Ito and Lance Archer of all people. So, <laughs> who knows what's what's what the plan for her? In the it's funny. It's funny you bring up Lance Archer because I, I'm just gonna go off screen here. Um, hmm. I don't really know if Lance Archer is a face, a heel, or a tweener. I yeah. mean, uh, face right now to me, I get pretty much face right now to you. I yeah. I couldn't place him anywhere. He now he's feuding with Hawk, it and it's like okay, that's okay, where he's at. Yeah, but remind, re, but remind you one thing that in AEW there's no such thing as heel or face. Yeah, I, I was gonna say yeah, you yeah. could Don't honestly make the argument that everyone in AEW is a face, and that's what I really don't like about it is that you don't have your set. Like, of course, you know MJF and Jericho, they are the heels. But everyone, you know, sings the Judas. Everyone cheers for MJF. It's like no one's like a set heel in that company. What's your Demi Demi Guevara? Demi Guevara, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know sorry. that is true, but I feel like you Next know. Kip Sabian and 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 uh, what's his name? Miro. Miro, yeah. Those yeah. are all those are all heels to me. Brittany Rose and Vicky Guerrero. But you know what it is though. It's the one thing that WWE does. Um, has a really good job at doing it's having a mega baby face versus a mega heel and that gets you invested yep. 
And I think that's where AEW drops the ball, kind of. There is no, since you're not really um, generalizing heels and faces, you're just putting two guys up against each other because of their popularity or because of, you know, their ranking, how they have the rank system, how they're ranking. So the one thing that... Right. The one thing that WWE does really well is putting a mega face and a and a mega heel against each other. Like well, that's the one thing that we love. Okay, agreed on that. But see, remind mm-hmm. you one thing as well that AEW tells storytelling in the ring, which is why they always book absolutely different two different individuals. Yeah, based on the popularity, that's understanding. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's no, there's not a story building. It's not like. They're not building a story throughout that match. They're building a story within the ring, and then that's how the story takes it is. You know, WWE, obviously, they build up the story. They take weeks for them to go ahead and do it. And then when it happens, there's a difference to it. It's, you can tell even the story even going in, back in the ring. Back to the – go ahead, bro. All right, all right. All for wrestling. All right, since this is a Christmas episode, we have last episode of the year whatever, let me ask a question. What's the best thing that's happened since we've been doing this podcast this year? You know, that's a logical question to ask. You know what I mean? On um, our respected shows or just... Wait, this is on respected shows or whatever. Like, okay. what's, like, um, for your podcast. For us, it's mostly been that independent guys have been home. You know, all the independent wrestlers have been home, so we pretty much get all the independent wrestlers. Like me. <laughs> 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 it's a smart strategy, yeah. Yeah, we get all the independent wrestling uh, uh, um, interviews. So that's that's pretty much been the good thing that's happened with us. And then we met you guys. Circle yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. That's like, what I was going to say, too. Was I was going to say um, having that this platform, definitely. having this platform and meeting um, everybody here, yeah. you know, some for the first time, some that we converse with on a regular basis. Um, having this platform and meeting new people and branching out and building the brand that we have, our respected brands. I think that's one of the things that I enjoyed most about this year. I mean, backstage brawl, we've only been doing this now for almost eight months. And, you know, for the most part, people I've met, you know, personally or talked through inbox, you know, I feel like I've known you guys for years. So it's like, it, yeah. it's nothing to come on here and just talk wrestling with you guys or, you know, talk whatever. It doesn't really matter. So the one thing that I took from this year was, you know, the growth and definitely um, building the uh, relationships and friendships that we have here. Definitely agree. To piggyback on my tag team partner real quick. Um, when we first started this, when we first started Backstage Bro, like this was like seven, like seven years ago. And I picked this shit up like a hobby. I'm sorry for cursing. But like, like I, I picked this up. TBMA, bro. I'm not gonna throw a shoe at you, you'll be fine. Gave me PTSD, man. No, but seriously, when we started this like seven years ago on Facebook with our strongest, our strongest following on Facebook, you know, I never thought, because when we first started it, I started it because one of my boys did it. Like, I call him my, our pod father because he does his own thing with sports and other stuff that he's been able to do as well. And I, I, I thought like someone like us could like, especially, you know, guys like us, you know, not known to do something like this. And then when I see people like Ivan, when I see people like Kofi Weeson, or, or even, you know, 
um, Joe Four in the Ring, who's internationally you know, in Canada, obviously, you know, doing things that talk about wrestling and be free, open enough to talk about it the way we do, it is great. And when we started this, and this is another reason why the pandemic was a blessing in disguise for us, is because, you know, I always thought that when you do a podcast, you got to be in a set studio doing this and the third. And we had no equipment. You know, I wasn't working at the time. You know, I was going through, I'm, I'm in grad school right now. So, like, I'm doing this and everything else. I teach on the side as well. So, I, I'm burning both ends of the candle, literally. So, it's like, when we was doing it, when we first started, obviously, we made our mistakes and whatnot. I just saw it as something that it, it just grew something crazy. And then, of course, now knowing you, Circle Debate, Anthony at the Titan Trump podcast, uh, Jonah, who I became, you know, who I've started to know really, really well by watching him and, and observing how his presentation is and seeing, picking certain things that you guys do, like the Dirty Heels or Joe Phone the Ring, James, what he does, picking certain things that you guys do and, and seeing and observing. Like, like, I like, like Triple H, I, I'm kind of like the student of the game. I like to see and view and, and, and pick apart certain things and to see how we can do it you know, better or for, for us, you know, just, just, just for our certain situation and just have fun. Because at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're all here just talking wrestling. We're all here talking shop. We're talking shit. We're just enjoying ourselves and, and having a great time about it. You know, like we don't want to be like like the, the, the Brian Alvarez's of the world, the Ryan yeah. Satins of the world. <laughs> don't, don't even bring them up. No, 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 no. I know. Wait, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. If you see my episodes, ask Mike, ask Matt, ask Josh. No, no, I know. I saw you live. I saw you live with Anthony when he talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a minus five star comment for you right there. Randy, you're Get us kicked off of here, man. I like the fact that it's a community that, like, there's no ego. We're all able to, like, enjoy each other's company and, and talk and, and, and make new friends, especially during a global <laughs> pandemic. So it's been a blessing yeah. in disguise, and I, I love what we're doing. And and 2021 and beyond, this is going to be bigger and better. So it's I love be what we're doing. And it's gonna be bigger and better, yes. And I, I agree let, with you 100. Yeah, me I was gonna. Oh yeah, you. Let me let me wait, just say wait, something real fast. Hold on, I was gonna bounce off that. Um, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I said this before. <laughs> I say this all the time that I think wrestling fans are like the greatest fans in the world because you could just. I've been to so many events that I've been online for you know three, four, five hours waiting to meet somebody or going in, and you can make so many relationships just in like five minutes. You know, with any wrestling fan, I think so. No matter what your opinion on the sport is. Uh, you're going to have something in common. You're going to have fun talking about it and you're going to make connections. And so like everyone's saying with the pandemic being a blessing in disguise for this, I agree. I only started this about six months ago uh, and I had no clue how to reach out to these wrestlers. I had so many different experiences. You know, first I called bookers, which was a horrible idea. And then I just started doing it myself and meeting all you guys. And, and just to go off my point, I really do think wrestling friends are the greatest friends because we connected like that, you know, whether it was virtual or it would have been the same in person, I'm sure. But it's been it's been a really fun experience, uh, and I love. I know that I've talked to each of you guys before um, at least once. I think Nick actually won one of my giveaways once, even. So, yeah. so this is a. <laughs> yeah. I wanted that Undertaker toy. No, I'm no, I, I, I got the Eugene. I got the Eugene sign order. <laughs> wow. Who said that? Yeah. Who said that? No, I, that's, I got the Eugene. Oh, one. you did. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought somebody else did. Anyway, yeah. So this is a great group of guys, and I can't wait to do this going forward. So. And I always and I always tell Jonah like he has that announcer voice. It, like exactly. every time I watch <laughs> this stuff, like I can just close my eyes and just like 
like he's really really good at this like it's like i'm watching something on tv and like i, I really appreciate that likewise to you guys i love it's so easy to listen to all you guys have that in common yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe a prerequisite is actually liking wrestling, but what, as long as you like wrestling, all you guys are so easy to just turn on and, you know, listen to, absorb what you guys are saying. It's awesome content all around. Thank you. Yes. you appreciate the that. one thing I, I, I want to say this, obviously, I said it in the last one. It's just that we all, we all provide different content for our viewers, for our subscribers, very differently. And then we, and uh, myself as a fan, and obviously my, speaking for my brothers, uh, we love everybody's content. I love, I love Kyle. I love Frank. I love, Ke you know, Kofi. I love Brother Roman. I mean, James, Jonah, like, they were my first, you know, first ones that I met and, like, really. Yeah, same, same. And then when I met Nick, and when I met, you know, Anthony, and they just, like, knocked it off the park. It's with you, you know, with Randy, Eric, you know, like, I love it. I mean, I love the fact that everyone is doing different content. There's no such thing here as competition. There's no such thing here of egotistic or none of that. We're here to support each other and, you know, provide each other's, you know, you know, provide each other love, support, and help each other grow. We're not here to compete. There's no such thing as competition here. We're not here with ego. We're here That's to... That's for damn sure. That's for yeah. damn sure. You know, and... You pay everybody to eat. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. There's enough on the table for everybody to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't matter to me. Everybody yeah. go eat. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Everyone so, got a plate. All right. So let's go no ahead. No one's head of the table. No one's head of the table here. <laughs> no, no, nobody's head of the table here. Everyone is here at the table. Everyone here. Everybody's at one head. Okay. Yeah. Everyone here's cool. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Put big big table. No. All right. So I want to go ahead and start off now with the Royal Rumble picks. The prediction. Ooh. So I'm gonna go ahead and start off with Tyler. So Tyler, who do you pick? Okay. And men's and women's. And the men's and women's. So I'll start with the men's. Uh, <laughs> I've got a pick for my heart that I want to see just because I'm a, I'm a mark for the guy and I think it'd be a great match. And then I got a, a, a pick that I hope happens as well. So the one that I hope happens is I, I hope we see The Rock come back. I'd like to see The Rock and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I think that, that that's the marquee. That's the big money match. If The Rock doesn't come back, though, the guy that I'd like to see in there with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania... I'd like to give him uh, Daniel Bryan. I know a lot of people, whatever, but they've had a they've had a great rivalry in the past. They had a great match at Fastlane a few years ago. Daniel Bryan's always over. He's going to deliver in the ring. Uh, I'm just a big mark for the guys, so I think Daniel Bryan would be my uh, from from the heart pick. All right. What about the women's? Oh, okay. Yeah. The women's side. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's going to be Charlotte. I think if uh, I think that's kind of I think maybe the obvious choice is not what I want to see. Uh, I'd like to see them get behind somebody. Maybe, I don't know if it's too soon for Bianca Blair, but I think she's ready for it. I just don't know if they've given her enough uh, screen time. I'm all about the NXT women too, so give me Io Shirai every day of the week, but uh, I think they're going to pull the trigger with Charlotte. Okay, I love that. I love that. I, love, I mean, yeah, I agree with you with, with the Bianca one too. I, yeah, but we could go, that's off subject. But yeah, now let's go ahead and move on with Mr. Anthony. Who's your pick? All right, so I've been thinking about this for a while, and I have two sets of predictions similar to Tyler. It's predictions that I want to see and predictions that I think at this stage the company is going to go with. So if I, you know, I want to start off positive, stuff that I want to see for the men's, I think it's got to be Keith Lee. He's just that guy that, you know, there are a lot of people saying that he's buried, he's this, that, and the other thing. I think at this point, 
if the company just wants to shut up the fans already and give them what they want, give the people what they want, if you will. That's uh, right. <laughs> you got to go ahead and just give him the Royal Rumble. You know, let him fight. You know, we're hearing about the, the Drew McIntyre, Brock Lesnar triple threat match. I would love to see that, a 15-minute match between those guys. Give me what I want. So I think I'll go with that for, for Keith Lee, for the men's, for what I want to see. For the women's, I'm actually going to throw out a wild card, and I don't think a lot of people have been talking about her because she hasn't been there for a while. I'm going to go with Sonya Deville, and she's going to return. Ah, and she's going to okay. win the Rumble match because if you think about it, Raw really needs some women right now, you know, unless you want to put Nia Jax in a uh, WrestleMania match. I don't oh, think no, they're no, going to no, do no, that. No. Don't say that. Don't say that, man. Don't yeah, say that. I don't want to say that. I don't but say that. I think, I don't Sonya, wanna... I think Sonya has built <laughs> no. up enough interest with her match against Mandy Rose and that whole thing to warrant her a spot, at least to, you know, maybe be in the top three. It would be a big return for her. So now that's who I want. When we're talking about what I think is going to happen now, y'all are going to hate me for this. So let's start off with the men's. Is, it, is this what you told us in our episode? That's what it, yeah, that's what yeah, I said. Yeah, 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 get, 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 get prepared for what he's going to say. Pay yeah, you got to get prepared yeah. for this one because you're going to hate me. So yeah. make sure. I'm going to have to get Goldberg. another beer. So make sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fill up, boys. Fill up. Right, I got to go with Goldberg because okay. if we're still going in that route and the Rocks, you know, if he's busy that weekend playing with Kevin Hart, then I think we're going to go with Goldberg. I'm getting a beer. I'll be back. <laughs> no, no, no. You're going to want another one with this one. Ready? Oh, the women's. <laughs> so we're talking about the women's here. And there was a rumor that they wanted to do something, uh, a new finish to the Rumble that they hadn't done before. And no one really knows what it is. But here's what I think that if they would go with this way. This is what they would do. Here we go. Here we go. Let's say you have Charlotte and... I don't know, Rhea Ripley in the ring. They're going at it. They throw each other over the top rope, so there's no one in the ring. However, there's still one more entrant that needs to come out. That's number 30. And the clock goes down. You hear the buzzer. And who returns but a recently injured woman on the Raw roster? You hear the saxophone. Fuck you. Thank you. It's awful because I can see it happening, too. Yeah, I can see it happening. That's a bad part. It's not far-fetched. It's not far-fetched. It absolutely would. Especially if they book her as a face. They made Otis money to bank. Honestly, they could go ahead. And that's why I think if they do it with no fans, that's an even yeah. more of a reason because who's going to boo? They're going to pipe in as many cheers as they can for Goldberg. I'm going to break my computer if that happens. Yeah, uh, yeah me too. But I hope. <laughs> but Anthony, you know, right. Anthony, I got to kind of poke some holes at your Goldberg theory. Although I think that they do want to go with Goldberg and Roman. I don't see it being through the Rumble because from what I know, Goldberg's contract is, I think, for only two matches per year, of oh. which they would waste one on the Rumble and then on Mania. But I think everyone here knows Goldberg wants that Saudi money. So <laughs> I don't think he would pass that up. So uh, the idea of him doing oh, a, a good no. point. That's a very good point. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a euphemism that we at the backstage will use when, when it comes to certain things like this. You know, I borrowed it from uh, primetime Deion Sanders. Um, so when it comes to Goldberg, William, by, by, by trade, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a euphemism <laughs> that would like, would like to say um, when it comes to him winning the Royal Rumble. Ain't nobody kill! Ain't nobody <laughs> kill about Bill Goldberg! I ain't trying to see it. I don't try. I'm not, I'm not trying to see it. Hey, I don't want it. Oh, no. Damn. Bill 
over no. they winning the Royal Rumble. Oh, uh-uh. y'all smoking, man. Y'all can need to smoke some different shit because so, over yeah. they winning the Royal Rumble. Ain't no way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna Ain't go. Ain't no chance in hell. Hey, I didn't think Goldberg would beat the Fiend, but uh, hey, that, that definitely yeah. happened. Power of politics. Yeah, Jesus that that, that definitely did happen in Saudi. Oh, I forgot. I forgot, ladies and gentlemen. Like Goldberg I, kept his old WCW contract in WWE. Uh, <laughs> pretty much, right? That's what it was. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Since oh, is that a new guy? Really popular, my, selling my a lot of money. I'm gonna crush him. I'm gonna I'm gonna say my prediction for this, and I'm I'm gonna be the only one here to think outside the box here. This is too much thinking on WWE creative, but nobody mentioned an NXT guy, so I'm gonna go with the route. And everybody thinks somebody's gonna go for the Universal Title. Nah, I'm gonna go Adam Cole to win, and not only that, for him to go against Drew McIntyre. So okay. I think that's a there's a lot of continuity there. They never his, had a match for the I NXT. No, Frank title. would love that. He tore his bicep. Yeah, he yeah, tore his dang. bicep. So that's something that can happen. Um, my dark horse pick, if he can get off the commentary booth, would be Samoa Joe. I was, I that, that, was my, yeah. that was my pick. That was my pick. And Roman I was Reigns. I was going to oh, say that. Hell yeah. That'd be good if he said that. Like, the reason. Hold on. Hold on. So I'm going to. I was going to say that. I'm gonna paint you guys the picture. Tag me in. This is what this. No, I got. I got you, bro. I got you. Tag me in, man. This is what um, basically Randy was gonna say. You book it as the Samoan bastard, the exiled of the Samoan dynasty. You know what I mean? You book it like that. Remember, uh, Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar had a match, and Samoa Joe was the only one that took out Brock Lesnar like it was nothing. He wasn't scared of him. There's continuity there. Him and Paul Heyman have history. So all three men, and then on top of that, him and Roman. I mean, for the most part, Samoa Joe has had Roman's number. So that would make sense in that in that um, in that storyline. You have, you know, the mega heel and the face that everyone's going to get behind. And whether it's face or heel, everyone's going to root for Samoa Joe. So it doesn't really matter. And he's the only Samoan in WWE not at Roman's table. Exactly. Can you imagine the promos, though? Because Samoa Joe on the mic is a wordsmith. Like, his best promo to me is when he ethered everybody in the ring. He's going to make a hell of a manager one day. So that's my my two men's picks. My dark horse pick and my main pick, which is an NXT guy, would be Adam Cole. Now, um, I did have Big E picked at one point in time, but I, I see where they're going with him now. Um, as far as the women's go, I'm going to be the one to say it. I'm going to go Bianca Belair. I think uh, her and Sasha Banks are going to have, would have a really great um, promo, um, not promo, I'm sorry, a really great program. Yes, I think they would have a really great program for the, the SmackDown Women's title. They Absolutely. pretty much mirror each other. They pretty much mirror each other. They're the same person if, yeah, you, I, if you really look at it. I agree with you 100% on that. And mm-hmm. I want to add that also I think WWE would really capitalize on having a black female versus a black female for the women's title, especially Absolutely. with the year we just had. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100% yeah. agree with that. Yes. There's, oh. there's been a lot of representation. You can't have black on black crime, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have black on black crime. But there's been a lot of representation. It's okay. I'll, I'll bring yeah. him up to speed. <laughs> So yeah, Bianca. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, right. I got Adam, Adam Cole, Bianca Belair. Okay, I love that. All right. 
Go ahead, Randy. We tagged you in. Go ahead, um, <laughs> now nah, he, he basically just took my Samoa Joe thing. Um, that's nah, all yeah, good. <laughs> um, one of my um, I'll start with the females. Um, I'll I'll basically um add along. Um, I think Bianca Belair would um be the Royal Woman winner. I do think her and Sasha would have a an excellent program, but with a twist. Um, last, before Bianca came, Belair came up, she had an issue with Charlotte. If anyone remembers, when um, Charlotte came to NXT to face off against Rhea Ripley, who was next in line to beat Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship? It was Bianca Belair. If you want continuity, if Charlotte does come back, she will probably be the final three in the match. Now, she won't be the last one thrown over. It'll probably be like a fodder. Like Natalya will probably be the one to take the fall for Bianca to go over. So she'll probably be the final three. Charlotte comes back in a surprise return. They face off. They look at each other. It's, you know, and with Charlotte not paying attention, Natalya throws her over. And then it's, Natalya throws Charlotte over and then looks back at Bianca like, you know, like I'm coming after you. Very subtly. And then Bianca ends up basically throwing off Natalya, becoming the winner. And everybody's thinking that it's going to be her versus Sasha. But because of continuity, it's probably going to be her and Charlotte. If she beats Asuka before Mania for the for the Raw Women's Championship, she'll jump to Raw, face off against Charlotte, and then WrestleMania will be Charlotte versus Bianca Belair getting back what she should have had in NXT. As um, but um, if That's I had to choose, either, but either way, I think Bianca Belair is going to win. Whatever whatever role they choose, I do think Bianca Belair is going to be the winner no matter what, fantasy mm-hmm. or not. As for the men, though. Um, I do think that it's been quiet for Keith Lee lately, but I do think that Keith Lee may be the one to overtake 29 of the men and throw them over the top rope to face Drew McIntyre, only for the purpose because of this. You don't bring Keith Lee up from NXT when he, he was perfectly fine with two belts, not to put him in the position that he is in to face off against Drew McIntyre. The continuity, the story is there. You know, when it comes to when, when it comes to the fact that when he first came in, him and Drew been buddy-buddy, the NXT descended the third. Randy Orton was basically the fodder in the situation, which basically took the title from, from, from Drew, you know, in the middle of it. And then Keely became miscast up until now. But no one's going to see that coming. With Keely coming in, you saw what he did to Brock Lesnar last year. Brock Lesnar said, he's a big boy. You know, yeah. they look eye to eye. He's a big boy. He could do a lot. So... With Keith Lee having some form of his identity back with a new theme, thank God, <laughs> we, can, we can finally see, truly see how limitless Keith Lee can be on the road to WrestleMania. Um, I don't think it's going to be someone from SmackDown. It's probably going to be, again, if they do go with the money match with Goldberg, it's not going to be a SmackDown person. That's just me thinking logically, which is why I have Keith Lee. Now, thinking with my heart, I'd rather have some more Joe for the reason why my tag team partner, Eric, said. Um, but if it is from SmackDown, I would go Daniel Bryan, like uh, Tyler said. Um, and here's why. 2015, everybody wanted Daniel Bryan to recreate WrestleMania from the previous year. 2015, Daniel Bryan was coming in with a lot of injuries, of course, towards his neck, and of course, the concussion situation. Everybody wanted Daniel Bryan to come up 30 in the Royal Rumble, but instead it was Rey Mysterio, and the crowd booed the shit out of him. We remember that. Yeah. Unfortunately, and then for damn it, sure, that's for damn sure. I think that was 2014. So 
it got so bad that The Rock had to come out and basically save face, and he, and, and, and he just couldn't do it. Um, to save Roman when he eliminated Rusev to become the winner of the Royal Rumble that year. Yeah, that was 2014, yeah. I think. It was. Yeah. 2015, he was in, but he just got thrown out. By, yeah, like, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was 2014. Um, and then fascinating, they have an incredible match. Roman, in the back of his mind, is like, listen, man, you know, as a tribal chief, back in the day, they still don't like me. They still don't respect the tribal chief. They don't respect me. They don't respect my family, my dynasty. They keep, they keep echoing your name. Why is that? I became the world number one in 2015. I, I went to WrestleMania. Huh? I thought this was Royal Rumble predictions. No, 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 no. But this is it basically is. it for Daniel Bryan. Like, oh, so like, Brian wins. You know, and then you, Brian wins. Like Brian wins, and Roman's just like, well, I just got through Kevin Owens again, in the third, so I gotta face you. And then that storyline goes in, and it's been a while since Daniel Bryan um, has had that WrestleMania feel, and he's going out soon, and he's already alluded to the fact that he's starting to wind down in age. He has his wife, he has his daughter, and his newborn son. Um, so he's going to start winding down and start putting up people like Drew Gulak like he did earlier this year. Had a great match this past WrestleMania with, with, uh, with Sami Zayn as Intercontinental Champion. I don't think Big E's going to win it for the sole purpose. He's going to go for the Intercontinental Championship. So if it's going to be SmackDown, why not Bryan? So that's basically the, the other pick. If it's going to be SmackDown, it's Daniel Bryan. The logical choice is going to be Keith Lee from Raw. If and you know you get a good match if it's Daniel Bryan, too. The guy's awesome. Sure. Yeah. One of the best. It'd be a great yeah, match. Yeah. One of the best. I w let me hop in with my uh, predictions. First off, what I wanted to say is I love that we're actually like none of us really know because some years you're going into the Rumble and like you could pick, but you kind of in the back of your mind, you know who it's going to be. I think a lot of guys are in great spots right now. You look at like Biggie, Keith Lee, Daniel Bryan, they're in the spots that like you don't, you really don't know. It's like I, I like the mystery part. That's why Rumble is my favorite event, is the mystery. And I think that's been lost for some years. So seeing this makes me very happy. I think that if it's not, I think they could do The Rock just like they could do Goldberg without the Rumble. They could no, just Goldberg. come in, attack. No, I agree. I think the Goldberg match, <laughs> if the Goldberg match happens, it's not going to be uh, a Rumble uh, scenario. That's just my opinion. I think that if they don't go rock, it's going to be Daniel Bryan, like you were saying, because you just told it perfectly. If Bryan wins, I mean, the sole purpose of why Reigns really didn't get over in that time period, among other things, but the big reason was that he just wasn't Daniel Bryan, you know, and that's what everybody wanted. So he could totally play off that. And as we were saying earlier, that's planting the seeds. That's the, the long storytelling and, and continuity, and it makes sense, which is what wrestling fans crave. Uh, so that's men's. And I... If it's not uh, if it's not Daniel Bryan, because I really don't think we're seeing Rock or Goldberg, I, I hope I'm I hope I'm not wrong. I don't think we're seeing Goldberg in the Rumble, but my two picks would be Daniel Bryan number one, and number two would be Big E, because I, I really do think that uh, Big E's at that point. I don't know how many of you saw the promo Heyman cut with him on a uh, talking that smack. Was yeah. That was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, talking smack that, is a gem. Yeah, Ooh. it really is, especially with Heyman on it. Like that, that's one of my favorite segments. But so, yeah, seeing the promo he cut, like, it gave me even more faith. I thought Biggie was in that kind of spot where he's not, like, he doesn't have a bunch of momentum behind him, but he has just enough. He reminds me of that spot McIntyre was in uh, last year around this time period. McIntyre, I think, was a little bit higher, but was still it was, like, unclear where he was going, and nobody knew if he was going to win or not. So my two That's picks are Daniel Bryan. I like that. Yeah, it's Daniel Bryan and Biggie for me. Uh, when it comes to women's, uh, the first person who came to mind was Charlotte, just because, obviously, she's not been there. And I think a return would be interesting. But 
uh, can someone tell me she did win last year, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that, so I don't know if they want to go back to back wins with Charlotte yet. This they early still know. in her <laughs> career, you know, she's only, I think what, five, five years has it been five yeah. or four years. So I don't know if that makes sense to go back to back with her yet. Mm. Uh, so if, if not Charlotte, the person who came to my mind next was actually Bailey because she has had an incredible year. Uh, she's topped all types of lists. Uh, what, do do you know like uh, was it PWI? I think that put her at the top. Yep. Yeah. She number one. Yeah. Numbers. She was number one. Yeah. So I think Bailey. I mean, to close out this year or start the new one, I should say with with that kind of win would be great for her. Uh, so Charlotte Bailey, and then you really can't sleep on NXT, especially for the Women's Rumble. So I'm gonna go with Rhea Ripley. I think she got. I think she would have been more over had the pandemic not happened, but she did still get over with the mainstream fans. Uh, she's definitely one – she has one of the best personalities built up in NXT. Uh, a lot of the women do, which, I, which is what I love about NXT. But she – I'd say she's at top there. Like, you really know who she is. You know her personality as a competitor. And she's only been in it for a short amount of time. And I think she's younger than most of the women on NXT. 24. Yeah. 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 So – it, plenty of time, yeah. And I think a rumble win, like if I mean if we're if we're really considering somebody like Lana, I mean you gotta put Ripley above that. Uh in, you know, <laughs> Plan Z, I'm sorry, that's plan Z. Blame Anthony, man. <laughs> no, but I I seriously think that those are my three. It'd be Charlotte, uh Bailey would be believable to me, especially to get a win under her belt, because I think that's what they're gonna try to do eventually is all four horsewomen. And right now you have Charlotte and Becky have a rumble win. And Sasha and Bailey are missing them. So I, Bailey's believable, and then Rhea. And then for men's, yeah, Brian and uh, Big E. All right. I love it. So, Mr. Hero, he's turned off. I don't know why, but we'll find out right now. <laughs> Mike, go ahead. What's your prediction? My prediction is simple The Fiend. Oh. <laughs> hey, that's it. He hasn't won one. That's right. Yeah, I, I think he is going to win uh, the men's. And for the women's, uh, Rhea Ripley, she went toe to toe with Charlotte last or this year, and why not? She's proven that she can go in the grandest stage of them all, so why not, right? That's a good pick. Wow, yeah. yeah so so there, there's his uh, really good pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's under the radar and Rumble Talk. <laughs> you have all right, I get eliminated, and then the Fiend come out. Like oh, I like that yeah, too. That's that. cool. That's a good way to put it. Little Mick Foley thing there. I love that. I love, Faces I love. of Wyatt. Yes. Like Faces that. of Wyatt. That's awesome. Then you bring up Eaters of World Bray too. Like a three. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. You can have three three entries. Yeah. Nick, go ahead. The roster being not what it is. So for me, I kind of agreed what Diamond Carter said with his with Samoa Joe. I feel like because the thing is with with that type of situation where you have someone on commentary come out and enter the match because no one's going to expect him. Yeah, I know Samoa Joe is like, he didn't technically retire or get injured or anything. He just got placed in commentary. Um, I think because the last time we've seen something like that was, I guess, like nine, ten years ago where someone from the commentary booth just enters oh, in. It was JBL, in. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It was all three. JBL and Booker T. Booker T, too. I think Booker T, yeah. They did yeah, it in the Booker like, 97 Jerry Lawler, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they did it in 2019 at the, at the G1 Super, Super card over at Madison Square Garden. Like, Colt Cabana was on the announce table. and was like, oh, my, I'm up. And then he just takes his his shirt off and then runs to the ring. <laughs> yeah. That was actually great. I've seen that. That was great. Yeah. yeah. And Toru Yano uh, was on commentary. 
Yeah, I think Yano gave him a spot, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna honestly just really, really quick. I was gonna say Big E or uh, Lana, or if not Big E. There we go. Thank you. At least someone agrees. With the reason I got Lana, the reason I got Lana is because I definitely predicted that she was gonna win. Um, with Survivor Series, uh, Survivor Series. Yeah. I predicted that. I knew she was gonna win. I knew we she talk, was gonna win. We, we talked about that. Remember? Talked <laughs> about this. I knew she was gonna win. I said she was gonna be the the last woman. So I gotta go, Lana. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go either Big E or hopefully the Fiend. The Fiend would be dope in a Royal Rumble. So he would be really? dope as maybe the last person to come out. You know, Real quick, I think Kofi, it would be dope. So, Kofi, you know, uh, Kofi Weston actually real, real go quick. to this. We go to this thing where they hold the pay-per-view events for jobber tears and we were actually sitting next to each other and he was saying yo lana's gonna be the sole survivor and i'm looking at him like nah yeah. man it's not gonna happen sure enough i think you're writing for wwe on the low you just <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay you know i gotta I, I gotta know is is lana winning the rumble what you want to happen or you think's gonna happen I want it to happen. Oh, I want it to happen. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, well, different. I'd be okay with that. Nah. Wait, 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 wait. The reason, <laughs> the reason being is because, like, who who else? What other woman is pretty dope right now? Like, uh, oh, we can name a lot, bro. We can name a lot. Of them. Yeah. 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 I can give you a couple. I want to go Literally anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> we want to go through the list, all right? We can take the money over a lot. The entire NXT size of Jericho's of women who are better. Bobby Lashley's sisters. But I just think, like, why not, yo? They've they've already made mad mistakes. Why? And they can't get rid of this stupid storyline they're trying to give for her. Yeah. Why not? Let her win. Trying to put it over. Let her win. I, I for my woman's predictions, I I was gonna say somebody who who is gonna return because we you know we were talking about like planting the seeds, and I think this might plant the seeds. And I may get booed for this from you guys. I don't know. Uh, it's not Lana. Um, I was gonna say Ronda Rousey. Yeah, we go. Oh, okay. Um, okay. It, it, I thought you were gonna say Mandy Rose. Oh no, 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 no! I would never say that. But like, um, I, I was gonna say Ronda Rousey because you have Sasha as champ. I have a feeling that Charlotte's gonna eventually return and beat Oscar with the championship for like the twentieth or I don't know how many times 30th. at this point. Thirty, yeah, I don't know. I got lost count, but <laughs> but I feel like if we have Ronda face one of those two in a like just a single one-on-one -on -one match, beat them, it could eventually plant this seed for an eventually. But I hope it's going to be another WrestleMania match with a four-on-four horsewoman uh, match at a WrestleMania. Because uh, that's what I want to happen. That should be a WrestleMania-worthy match if it does happen. So if that Ronda Rousey does win and return and win it, I, I would love that to be like the kind of the plant in the seed for that four-on-four -four match. Just I'd right love quick, to see just, Ronda Rousey just, and, and Asuka get in there. Yeah, I yeah. think they'd have a hell of a match. Really yeah, absolutely. Wow. Hard-hitting match. That, yeah. That's a Ronda's wheelhouse. But just right quick though, what you just said about thirty about the four horsewomen, that should have happened at WrestleMania thirty two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That should have been happened. Should have been Bailey on that one. Because then that would make sense. 
And you know but what? They, they haven't they, even done anything for the other two women. They've only been on Raw Underground. They haven't been on the main roster ever since. Raw That's just Underground. Why I'm, they should. What was that? Preferred from Ramon. Avocado. Who remembers? Avocado. Almost. I don't know who's that. Who's that guy? All right, Joe. The floor is yours. All right, so I got two picks. I think the pick that is going to happen and what I want to happen. So who I think is going to win the men's match, Bobby Lashley, the Hurt Business. I I'm think not mad at that. Okay. I think it's leading up that. to That's I think good. it's leading up to getting all the straps on the Hurt Business and them being the top that. faction. And what I want to happen is The Miz. Because what would make you hate him more than the man who has the money in the bank win the Rumble lose the match at Mania and cash in after and still leave Mania with the belt. I like and that, too. Never been done I like that. That's so yeah. cool. I do yeah, like that. That's why we they do it. Like, are you writing for WWE? We should. We should. Wait a minute. I think you're writing I'll be writing the idea before WWE takes it. Yo, I just said that would be such a dope idea. It's never – like, we've seen cash-ins at Mania, but never the person in the match. I think it's just so out the box that nobody's thinking about it. And that then they idea could, might be too good for the WWE to take. Yeah, like have them beat down McIntyre with chairs. And then uh, Vince, exactly. we, gotta, we gotta change it, Vince. Yeah. We gotta, we just get disqualified <laughs> intentionally. <laughs> that was also I, think, yeah, I think if you say copyright right now, they can't take it. Oh, copyright, man. There you go. That's also one of the reasons why I had Samoa Joe winning for me for the men's because if you have him in the commentary, the commentary table, you have him come in quickly because he's right there and limit the last person and win. That that is true, he'll, move, he'll move. It's like, oh, damn it. Of course, he would yeah. do that. And then I want to see him face McIntyre. Because as much as I, as I agree with, I think, I think it was either Randy or... Uh, or uh, no, that, that was me. Was, that, that, was, that was you, yeah. Um, one of you said that like, everyone would be behind him if he does face Roman. But I feel like he would irritate people more as a heel facing off against McIntyre at Mania. And, it, it doesn't and even like, really even matter. Joe face or heel. We it's all Joe. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it's Joe. Joe. He's, he's, he's great. great. He's great yeah. here, though. I like then, the Miz idea, though, man. I could see, like, if they do Miz and McIntyre at Mania and then get the Miz intentionally disqualifying himself by using weapons to beat him down and then cash in right away, it would piss everybody off. Yeah, I love that just, idea. It just makes really, hate, yeah, I'm still thinking about more. I love the Miz, too. That'd yeah, Miz, is, he's a cool guy, too. I, I've met him once. He's a super nice guy, but. Wow. I would love to see that, man. Cash it in at Mania, and I'm Isn't all that for crazy that. that we're talking about a 40-year-old Miz? Maybe winning the title. I think that's just amazing. That it's was, not that, that Ran, Randy's boy. Is not, is not that far. I mean, he's already, even if he loses, he wins. He, look who he goes home to. I was for the Miz run 10 years ago when he cashed in then, and I'm, I'm, uh, double for it now like he's proven himself that uh, yeah. intercontinental championship run where he really ca I thought carried the show on his back for a while with that with the uh, promise he cut his eyes absolutely champ. I think he's so underrated he should have won the title then he should have been champion I, at that yeah. point yeah I, I agree I, I love the Miz I think when whenever he had did he have triple titles at one point too the unified tag belts and the yeah, United yeah. States yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. He, I, I've always been so over on Miz so if that mm -hmm. happens, if he wins a Rumble as Money in the Bank, I mean, that's incredible. That's really creative there. Did you think of that yourself? No, yeah. I I love The wow. Miz. I just would love to see that happen. I feel like it's so out the box. No one would see it coming. And then they could so even cool. build it up with once he wins the Rumble, don't show up with the Money in the Bank. Have people forget he even has it. Till Mania, 
and then let him lose the match or they get intentionally disqualified and Morrison runs out with it, hands it to him, he cashes in and you're like, oh shit, I forgot he had the money in the bank. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're definitely I, writing for that. I'm definitely. We have someone that. joining us <laughs> right we, we now. See, we see, we see this every episode. Oh, Good oh, brother Bo. Yeah. Get them what they want. Good brother Bo in the building. Oh, oh Joel, oh, I'm yeah. I'm stealing that and, and putting it over on my show. No, hello, hello. Go ahead, man. I'll borrow and just say, Joel. <laughs> so who's your who's your women's pick then? Oh, since um, you're so creative with this now. Hello, <laughs> I don't have a real creative one for the Steve. women, but I have um Bianca Belair. Okay. And I, but I have Bianca versus Carmella at Mania. Mm-hmm. What? You know what? I really do think Carmella might just win the title this weekend. I'm just I, putting that out there. Uh, yeah. I talked about this on the latest episode. I think she won't win it this I think she'll lose this Sunday. But it'll be controversial, like her, like let's say her hands under the rope or her shoulders up, and they still come. She gets the rematch, and then she'll win. And then Jonah. against Bianca, it'll be good. What's up? I love, I love that What's you're up, here. Jonah? <laughs> oh, we, we needed this energy that you just brought in here, man. We needed that. Yeah. It just took it us to a whole nother Yo. level. I love it. Yo, See, hey, I put the. Kyle, what the fuck is up, man? What's going on, brother? <laughs> it's like he just entered at number 30. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's a surprise. Yeah, it's just ran down. How y'all doing? Good. Yo, What's good, good bro? Man. He won the match. We got to restart the podcast. Now he's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah now you got to do the little again. Two hours. Yeah, let, let him talk for the rest of the, the show now. Let him talk. Since he's, you know, he made it last century, though. Brother Bovin, take it away. Who's your pick yo, for men's and women's? Yo, you got to get the people what they fucking want, man. That's I'm what you do, brother. For the men's and Lana. Phone for Lana for the women's, man. Remember? What is it with you? What's going on with Lana? Yo, yo, Anthony. 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 Wait, who did he say for men's? Biggie. He said Biggie. Oh, Biggie? Okay. I got to take a shot on that one. Okay. <laughs> I got If Ronda Rousey wins, just saying. It's going to be her. Watch. Watch. I got my money on it. You guys think <laughs> going to be any good surprise she deb- she this year? We'll see. Uh, I, I love surprise entrants, even if they don't win. Like, MVP coming out last year was amazing. Was, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, that was And plus, it led to such too. great things. What'd you say? I, uh, Keith Lee's last oh, year too. Oh hell yeah! yeah that Lee, moment yeah. he had, that moment he had with Brock was amazing. Uh, I would say. If, if Kyle O'Reilly shows up at the road. That's what yeah. I was thinking too. I was gonna say Kyle O'Reilly. That was my. I was just gonna yeah, say thank that. You. Kyle O'Reilly made the You know I'm an undisputed era mark, so <laughs> I'm predicting any one of them, the year I that Brock Lesnar won the Raw Rumble. I, I, I think Brock Lesnar. I think we're gonna see Chomp. Yes, there you go. Maybe Chomp. We see Gargano every year. I think Champ is gonna do it this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Chip, no, Chip, has a- but yeah, let me, let me get a, let me get Kyle and Jeremy on this one. So whoever wants to start between both of you guys. Okay. Oh, thank you, sir. Um, all right. So for the men's, um, I agree with Bobby Lashley. I, that was also my pick, but I was thinking also uh, what would be good for someone who we haven't seen in a while, and there's already a built-in storyline, have Seth freaking Rollins come back and win the Rumble <laughs> and take on <laughs> Reigns. The story's the already there. It's not the money. Far away from each other. Yeah. Not keep it far away. 
You guys did the same thing when I said Roman Reigns was the best thing going so far. I said that. No. Watch, watch. <laughs> Seth freaking Rollins comes back, burns down the table. You might be right. From Roman. You got a program all summer. You're good. And you have Seth Rollins against Paul Heyman again, which is okay, great. Kyle. All right, Kyle. All right, Kyle. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, no, I like it. I'm like, I'm trying to keep it still far apart. They're, oh, they're married at the hip. I, I'm, I'm going to agree with Kyle because and I don't want to be proven we wrong. We have our first <laughs> all-shield <laughs> WrestleMania main event. Oh, <laughs> minus one. Well, yeah, well. Yeah, minus one. <laughs> <laughs> guy. For, the, for the women's, I would love to see uh, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks as well. Um, I don't see Carmella taking it from her this weekend only because they've made such a big deal. And I did, and I said this on, the, on my spoiler alert, which comes out uh, shortly, that um, – They've built a lot on Sasha Banks not being able to keep a title and her being able to defend it twice. Uh, well, technically the first time clean. Um, they're gonna ha they're gonna keep that belt on her. They're not gonna have Sasha Banks be the horsewoman who can win a belt but can't keep a belt. There's no way they're gonna do that. I agree. Right. I, I agree. I like <laughs> done? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to be too long winded about this because there were some excellent predictions from all you guys. I, I tell you, you know, this video should be sent to WWE's creative department because I'm sure it's a hell of a lot better than what they do well, on a daily basis. They get paid with. more than all of Bruce? us combined to do. Um, with that said. If it were up to me, I would love to see someone like a Big E, like a Bobby Lashley, like a there Bianca Belair. But the go. fact is, WWE is bogged down and stuck in predictability. And at the end of the day, it's a company run by a bunch of old white men on steroids. Who, you know, just don't change with the times with a 74-year-old billionaire who is stuck in his ways and does not, you know, see the world around him. So I think it's going to be predictable choices. I look at a guy like Jay Wyatt, The Fiend, selling tons of merch, making tons of money. Like with any good conspiracy, you follow the money, you see where things are going. I can't see it not being Bray. And with Bray, it's a bit of a safe bet because he could go over, get some revenge on Roman over on SmackDown because yeah. he did the Universal. Yeah. That story's not unfinished, over. Unfinished business there. Exactly. He never forgets. Hey, he never, he never exactly forgets. Yeah. Or he could go what after. What about Otis? What about Otis? Oh, definitely. Oh, <laughs> it's as good as your Lana. Oh, bro, 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 how you come on, Lana and Otis? Otis is in the doghouse. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Let's not forget Tucker. What about Tucker, huh? Uh, oh, we could forget Tucker. Truth. Ain't nobody Hey, Tyler, you got that bottle, right? Or, 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 or here, Mace or T-Bar. Mace or T-Bar. Oh, Retribution? Randy, what would you get? We all forgot about Retribution. Oh, my God. Get back on track. Uh, when it comes down I have to a strict on rule on my show where I do not talk about oh, retribution. Oh, hell no. Sorry. On the right, women's on. side, I mean, the, the way I see it there, again, the, things just don't change in WWE. You know, the man in charge wants his bleach blonde, fake boobed, artificial right. women with the championships around them because yep. that's what he believes in. Okay, Clearly, you know, can't see the forest from the trees. But to me, it's going to be Charlotte. But with the, the slight caveat that I think it will be Charlotte going over to SmackDown to challenge Sasha, because with Raw, I think they're going to have Becky come back and challenge Asuka as their WrestleMania main event. So that's why I think it's going to be Charlotte, but going to SmackDown. Okay. That's a fair I point. I love that. That's a very, okay. very, very fair point. Asuka, sure. I love it. But, but with that, if you have Becky at WrestleMania, would you say that they would have her? win the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble 
No, I think, I think that it would be soon. I think, I think that it would be Charlotte. And Becky, yeah, she's got to yeah, get yeah, yeah, back yeah. in shape. She's just having a kid. That's a that's a big deal. But I do yeah, think yeah. the story of Asuka kind of took her place. And now the rematch, not to mention that Asuka scored one of the most decisive victories over oh, Becky at the height of the popularity of the man, you know, made yeah. her tap out. Um, I think that that match, that story tells itself. But I don't think it needs the rumble. I agree. I agree with that. I love that. Yeah. I actually love that. Like that. That's a great alternative. It could be like yeah, a, no, like a, like a no way out elimination chamber. It. So, yeah, it could be like an elimination chamber, no way out type, type, type of thing. Winner gets the one contender like how they had it before. Uh, but, yeah, absolutely agree. Mr. James Bond, the voice of all voices. That's Mr. James. Take it away. Right. Um, yeah, I've got um, – Couple, I've got like who I want to win, who uh, I think will win, but I also got like an idea in my head what I've been wanting to happen with the money in the bank for a while. Uh, I'll start off the women's. Uh, I want uh, Rhea Ripley to win, um, because she deserves it, especially after last year, like losing the uh title to Charlotte, which should never have happened. Uh, I would like her to go up uh, to Raw and face Oscar. Um, at the minute, I can actually see Oscar Freelander at WrestleMania, not for the sake that she might win the Rumble or not, but I think that's the way to go in. Uh, the person I think will win will be uh, Charlotte. Um, it's, uh, I know it's, they've only had four, uh, this will be the fourth Rumble, but I think she will be the first back-to-back -back winner. So that's who I go for that. For the men's, um, I want a surprise. And someone who I'm big behind, who I'd love to see do it, would be Karrion Cross. Oh, wow. oh, that's See, a good going one. the NXT oh, no, route. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody else he's going the a, NXT route. That's Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, him and uh, Damian Priest, the two people who's ready to be made for the main I roster. Love I love Priest, Damian Priest yeah. as well. Damian Priest is uh, yeah. But by but by the way, by the looks of Carrion's uh, Cross's booking, it looks like it's going to be it's leading up to him and Finn Balor at the takeover roundabout mania time, which I'm looking forward to. But that's someone who I'd like to win, someone outside the box. Uh, the person who I think will win it, um, I've got to go with Big E. Um, I know, I've heard the arguments for it and against it, but one of the things what led me towards it this year, they um, I think they were having the tournament, wasn't they? To get the number one contender and things like that and they had the injury angle where they knocked them out of it um, but it was the promo on Talking Smack and one of you just mentioned earlier um, when Paul Heyman planted the seeds for the Roman Reigns him becoming his manager later on in life and things like that um, he kind of done the same thing like the other week like thinking right the new day is going to be a footnote in your journey and I would like to see it happen now a storyline I would like to see happen. I would love to see the Miz cash in, but he now he cashes in on a match. So say for uh, so this is my dream thing. I would love to see. I would love to see a match between uh, Orton and McIntyre again. Miz cashes in, makes it a triple threat match, but Orton pins the Miz. <laughs> so what? McIntyre loses. Yeah, no, hear me out. McIntyre loses the title, but still strong. Because he didn't lose it. Uh -huh. But Miz will go down to the first person who would have lost the title on someone else's behalf because he cashed in. And then have Orton as champion again and that's the Royal Rumble. You think you know me. Edge returns, wins the Rumble. Uh, oh my God. Interesting. Wow. I see there's a lot of people All on of WWE payroll yeah. here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, they, they should have us on payroll. We should be they the should. team. 
to do it, you know. They're, they're going to send us to watch this. There you go. What James just said, if you will. What James just said, there's like a lot going on there. But with the Edge returning, I was on um, a show with um, Mike on uh, and Tyler on Counted Out, and uh, we talked about Edge. We talked about Edge coming back. We talked about Edge coming back, and I just I don't see it because he did it in 2010. He did it in uh, obviously last year, and then another return. I feel like it would just devalue the other returns we saw Edge already do. That's what came to my mind first when when ever, anyone ever brought up Edge coming out. And I do want to see him get another win. I think Edge deserves two Rumble wins, but I don't know. I think it's too soon. I think it, it would, you know, I think they'd put it all over their social media. Edge return, they'd blast it like they did the last one, and it would totally kill the effect because what that uh, last Edge return had was raw emotion. And yeah. that's really tough to get. What if so, they announced it in advance, yeah. Jonah? What if Batista, they promoted his return at the Royal Rumble? You have to think of what they did with Batista, and it was a predictable win because everyone knew that Batista was going to win. So, but what well, if you see, have what, what if, if we get AJ Styles it, knock yeah. him out, and you set up a Mania match there between AJ, AJ Styles and Styles could be a winner. AJ right? Styles could hey, be. Hey, what about AJ? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no one's talking about AJ. Hey. I'd like to see him and Edge at WrestleMania this year. Personally, what about everything? Sorry, if Edge did win, seriously, who's going to be against it? It's Edge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be yeah. Be it's Edge. Okay. I mean, he's, he's a local, he's a local boy for me. Him. Hometown pride for Edge. Yeah. Well, then he'd go after. Yeah. There's a difference between Edge winning it and Goldberg, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. such a fair yeah. point. He'd go yeah. after Drew then, right? Obviously, Edge would go after Drew. Or Randy Orton. Well, yeah, and if me thing with, like, say, the Miz, uh, the Miz uh, fails to cash in where he actually gets pinned and the title goes to someone else, I, I think they're talking about uh, Orton and Edge having another match, but I, I don't know if it's the case, like, I'd see Edge, like, to win the Rumble, but I think it's just the idea that Money in the Bank, I would love to see a scenario where the person who cashed in actually lost the title on someone else's behalf, I think. It'd be interesting. Same as the uh, if Lana came out at number thirty when everyone's been chucked out. That was an yeah, idea. I like that. That was, that yeah, was an idea was thrown about money when in the Jericho bank returned years ago. Uh, I mean, the idea is about the money in the bank. One of the things that I don't know if it's been talked about between you guys, but what about the possibilities of tomorrow, Miz cashing in, where all he would have to do is just climb the ladder and grab the briefcase. He wouldn't even have to pin it. That anybody. is a possibility as well. I grabbed the title. That's, that's, yeah. That's, that's a, a great that's problem predicting yeah. this Rumble so, so early. It's still like a good. That would probably belt. debunk everybody's Rumble predictions here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be yeah. just yeah. edges all over again. Yeah, after sure. tomorrow. Yeah. We would have to do this whole thing <laughs> all, all over, over again. Immediately after TLC. Just have the Miz in the crowd. If the Miz Miz yeah. I really want them to bring her back. I want them to do something where they get her on the. The, the uh, Thunderdome, sadly, she can't be there. I guess. We all, we all, we all jump face. on and put pictures of her on there. <laughs> I was yeah. hoping they were going to do that when uh, Randy Orton won the belt and Miz had the money in the briefcase. Oh, the yeah, yep. I thought they were going to capitalize then as well. Yeah. There, there's really a big name, though, that nobody really talked about. Does anyone think Brock Lesnar is going to come back at the Rumble? No, I don't think so. Uh, I don't yeah. think he's coming at the Rumble. I don't think so. I don't think so. I heard they're he probably bringing back after and have back tomorrow. Not without a crowd, I don't think he's coming back. I saw like a rumor that he's coming back tomorrow, like at TLC, but I don't see it. I, I don't think he's coming back. I agree without without a crowd. I don't see Lesnar coming. Yeah, in. No. I don't see Vigil filling out all that money built in there with him and, and Roman and Heyman in the, in the middle. There, there's I something mean, if there you want to think about Lesnar, a way that they can do it, which it'll really work the crowd, is you have Keith Lee as one of the last guys in the ring. 
And then number 30 is Brock Lesnar. Brock throws him out. And then you have Drew versus Brock at Mania. But because of the fan reaction, you know, we get another Daniel Bryan and the fans want Keith Lee so much. So, you know, the authority figure puts in Keith Lee in the match for the triple threat. And that really ties into the rumor that we've been hearing about that. That's just a way for Brock, really. Or wins and decides, fuck Drew McIntyre, I want Roman. You, oh, yeah, yeah. you got the Heyman in the yeah. middle. Interesting, too. Yeah, he should go. Man does have a hard on for that match, so yeah, I, he, oh, I see like, does he? them doing that. But the thing is, I want to see Heyman right match. in the middle. He so do I. Lesnar, he I can't build Roman. He's dead center. What if, what, if Brock, what if Brock's on Raw and Heyman's with both of them? Or that? That'd yeah. be cool, too. That's that interesting. Be I've been waiting to see Lesnar come back with Heyman and Reigns. Like, I, I'm such a Lesnar fan. I always freak out when Lesnar comes back. So, seeing him come back as a face and try to advocate for himself in some way, I think we could see some really cool promos there. I think we could see uh, some interesting happenings for sure if Lesnar's like, you know, hey, what are you doing with this guy? You know what I mean? And then Heyman's, like, kind of in the middle, like you just said. I, I would be really excited for that. And I don't know which way Lesnar goes. I think he's still kind of a tweener at that point. Like, you know, I don't think he – yeah. I would be okay if Brock was the Raw champion and Roman was the SmackDown champion. And they kind of slow build like the two egos with Heyman in the middle trying to keep peace. And it builds to a match maybe at Summerslam. Then Ronda comes back and Paul Heyman being like a Bobby the Brain. Yeah, he's trying to keep peace, right? I love that. Yeah, the Heyman family. Something different, something fresh for Brock. I think Brock and Heyman have been a little bit stale, right? Just to touch upon, like, Say if it came down to Keith Lee and Brock Lesnar, uh, they could do like a throwback and have two of them go out at the same time and make them co-winners, and then yeah. two of them oh, go to WrestleMania. Triple threat. Like, some that's big cool. boys try to time that out though. James <laughs> yeah. already knows, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Stephanie McMahon on speed dial. He knows. Exactly, right? <laughs> hey, James, call Stephanie right now. I mean, you got Don Callis already. Better call him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, we should be writers for WWE, definitely. Yeah, yeah that's our own promotion. Right Jamie it. Noble that's... bound and gagged in his closet, and he's just using them for info right now. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love you, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, I'm missing. All right. Mr. Steamboat, take it away. So I got to say that um, I, I just have two, two, uh, just two picks for the men's Royal Rumble. And that's mainly because of, um, that's mainly because, of, like, I'll say this, like, like, you know, if, if these two people win, I'll only forgive 15% of the wrongdoings of the WWE has done <laughs> in the past, what, 10 years or so, or 11, I don't know how, me- how many years it's been. Like let let either Samoa Joe or Nakamura win Royal Rumble and put the Nakamura title. Nakamura is one Cesaro, at least. Wow. Please, no way. Everybody, See, like, you you already spoiled mine already. Kyle, you already <laughs> Kyle, you already spoiled mine. <laughs> let them win and you know, oh, sorry. What I do? I know you're the spoiler. Because <laughs> oh, that's that's like those are the two. Didn't Nak win the, the Rumble? Times, those are mm-hmm. the two. Yes, against WWE. Not pulling the title on Nakamura, not pulling the he title. Lost a, he lost the Rumble, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, he it's won over. the Rumble, he lost to AJ. And then, yeah. 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 I cannot they believe they messed up Nakamura that bad. You had someone who was at the top of New Japan, and you fucked that up that bad. That's one of the worst ones. To the like, point where he lost about- to Otis last night. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, I, was, right I was mad about that. That's why, I don't watch, that's why I don't watch Raw. 
Or that was actually SmackDown. SmackDown. That's why I don't watch SmackDown either. Either one. Oh, hell no. That's why I don't watch it at all. No, not since the draft. No. So for the and for the women's, um, I I guess Rhea Ripley, I guess you know, yeah, would would be the pick for the women's, but you know, I don't I I don't have too I don't really have too much invested in it. I haven't looked into it enough, but yeah, I just I guess my one pick for the women's would be Rhea Ripley, but I don't I don't really have too much like I don't have a I don't have a, a, a any I don't have skin in the game for that one. <laughs> So, yeah. okay, all right. Ah, uh, this is Mr. Killer. <coughs> Your predictions, sir. All oh, yeah. right, all right. Well, I'm gonna go with uh, Fiend to win the men's Royal Rumble, and then I'm gonna go with Alexa Bliss to win the women's Royal Rumble, and Look I'm gonna see oh. that Alexa Bliss and. And Nikki Cross, I'm gonna see that Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross feud all the way to about WrestleMania, and I'm gonna see that Randy. What? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait. Randy Orton will feud with a fiend until almost WrestleMania, till he joins him, or either he joins him at WrestleMania. The fiend wins the belt. Alexa Bliss in the ring. Randy Orton in the ring. This is a whole new faction right here, motherfuckers. And I'm going to tell you what, Nikki Cross, Nikki Cross will be with him too. And wait and see, wait and see. I don't know what the fuck you're going to call it. Randy Orton, his voices in his head, those voices, the same voices that The Fiend hears, come on now, this is the perfect alliance. I can't see Randy Orton be like, on the Fairfly Funhouse, like, hello, you know what I mean? I can't see that, but I can see The Fiend channeling like hit. The Fiend challenged his voices through Orton's voices, bringing back the Viper and getting rid of the reputation. Not, not the reputation killer. The, 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 what's it called? The legend killer. We'll see the return of the Viper at the hands of the Fiend, is what I'm saying. I'm saying the Fiend and Alexa win both Royal Rumbles. Okay. Or we like have Randy, right. Randy Orton that we've like never seen modern before. Day you're gonna see a modern day like brood, brood and um meets the ministry of darkness shit. And and hell, we need to throw Alistair Black in there too and Finn Balor if we can. Oh my god. Because you, you, you could even get Randy Orton in that. the Firefly Funhouse doing exactly what Bray Wyatt's doing too. Yeah. Just yeah. let but, Randy uh, Orton flex like, back and stand like, Randy Orton could stand there like the muscle. When they're making jokes and shit, and it's like, you don't want to see the Viper. And then, like, Randy Orton be over here, like, come on, man. And then Randy know, Orton act like the guy from You know Bruce what I mean? Bruce. Like, it could work. It could work. <laughs> oh, it could work. There's it a little Viper puppet. Randy Orton working. <laughs> yeah. Snake puppet. Movie. Snake puppet, yeah. Not, not, the, not the Santino one, all right? Not, but wow, not, not the Santino, no, not the Cobra. No, not the Cobra. I'm going to predict it right now. We and, and and another I got a second pick too, like it could be Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That's what I feel is destined to happen. Two heels, but maybe at the end of the match, Rollins becomes face again, or either Roman becomes face again. And okay. then uh my second pick for the women's Royal Rumble is uh yeah, I want to see Ronda Rousey return and face Oscar. Okay. 
Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Somebody on board. I got somebody on board. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Somebody, somebody on board. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Um, well, yes, I with the men's, I mean, Kyle, spoiler for me, I did want Cesaro. He just reminds you, everyone, that, you know, he's there, they're looking at Vince Astor list. Who's the under, under, underutilized I haven't used? I'm like, oh, well, a lot of them, buddy. So, yeah, you, you haven't used a lot of them. So, I would say... Cesaro, uh, for my men's pick. Cesaro, Samoa Joe was another one. I did love how you, how everybody said it. I love it. I would have, I, come on. I'm tired of seeing Samoa Joe in a damn comment to the table. He, he needs to be in the ring. Booth, oh, really? yeah. Yeah, he needs oh, to get back in the ring. Yeah, he just just stay away from the injury bug, please. <laughs> That's it's much. the injury bug that kills him. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it does. But, you know, he goes hard. One know, more tope suicide is just choke people out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with whatever goes with it. So, I mean, yeah, I'll go with I'll go with them. But I still want Big E as well because it's it's his time. Yes, I understand how you said, um, how you said everything you said about. Okay, I, feel like, and, 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 I feel like we got to build up Big E a little more, a little more. Well, yeah, like I, I, I feel, don't disagree I, with that either. I feel yeah. they haven't been as icy picture for right now because. This storyline they have next year. I can see by next year he'll be ready. Or how about how he'll about ready this? You have year. you give Biggie the Rumble win, but you yeah. give him the Roman treatment. You don't have him win at WrestleMania. Okay, there's people that win from losing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Have yeah. him chase the title. Yeah. Have him because he's supposed to go through yeah, a character yeah, yeah. You can do that. So too. have him win, but lose the match at Mania, and he revamps himself. He totally yeah. says, you know what? I got to throw away the whole happy-go-lucky character. I got to get serious. And then yeah. you have a rematch at SummerSlam. Have him win at SummerSlam. That makes sense to me. It would make sense. And not only that, I mean, I'm with you on that. Just to add more to it, especially, like, you kind of, like, compare it to not too much of it, but almost compare it to, like, the Daniel, Bar Daniel Bryan era. Like, it's an underdog with the Yes movement. Kind of like that. Or even look Kofi Mania. Yeah. Kofi Mania yeah. as well. Yeah. Because... Remind you that Daniel Bryan was the one that went to Vince. Hey, I need you to push Kofi. You know, Ali did not make it to the elimination chamber, so it was Kofi who went, who went in there and he got the hype, built it. built it up, and it got built up. And Vince was sleeping on it until Daniel was the one told Vince, "I need this guy to face me at Mania and let him go over." And he and it went and it went phenomenal. It went great. I was happy. I actually cried. You know, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It also, yeah. you know, and. You know, I said for the black and brown community because, you know, that's, that's how I feel about it, you know. Uh, but, yes, I feel the same for Big E. I think they should do that for him. I think he deserves that as well. He deserves that push. How you said he should be serious, yes. Be a serious underdog and go out there, like, against Roman. I would love to see him and Roman because Roman, how with his character, how they're developing it, like, yeah, he's the head of the table, cool, whatever. You're taking away food from Big E. I want Big E to be, I'm hungry. That's my plate. And let me get that motherfucker. That's what I want to see. That that aggressive aggression from Biggie and There's him a winning lot of it. people that have won from losing. So and, and, yeah. and that, that an honorable men, an honorable mention an honorable mention for me. Mm -hmm. uh, someone that probably no one would ever think of. Mm -hmm. um, I've been a fan of him since NXT, and I think he's set for a main event push. Mm -hmm. Probably Andrade. Um. I, they want to pair guess, him with Charlotte. They want to make him like a unless they have unless they have both of them return, have both of them win the Rumbles, and have both of them go on the main event of WrestleMania. They're trying and to that's the way they're going. Then maybe 
it all depends how like, they're gonna come, how they're gonna build them. It's just very different because <clears throat> um, as a pair, as a pair couple, no, it's not gonna work. I'm just saying, no, it's it not gonna work at all. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It won't work. It's better to own separate careers individually. Uh, it isn't unfortunate they let go. Of, you know, Tia Trinidad and Pomelina Salida. That I love that the fact that her and Andrade was the best ones. You yeah. know, like yeah. I love that, yeah. and it sucks that shit happens. But that's another topic to talk about. What's been going on with Angel Garza? I thought they were really high up on him, and I haven't seen. Yeah, him. They, you guys, he's been doing vignettes. Oh, he's been doing vignettes. Next one up. Yeah, yeah. he's been yeah. doing vignettes a, on Raw. He's been wrestling on main event. Though. Yeah, he fought yeah. Keith Lee. No? Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's been a couple matches on the main event. Yeah. That's another thing that I'm like. Might not be like you of WWE. I see Garza more than Andrade. Honestly, if we're looking at like someone to just come in and take it, I see Garza way more than Andrade. True. Just because I, I think the Garza had more, I, I thought Garza had more momentum definitely before they both like disappeared. Maybe maybe Andrade yeah. wouldn't be bad going back down to NXT for a little bit. Yeah. All right. Let him. Los let him get that in again. Los I think I, I think Andrade is awesome. You could build that faction down there in NXT with him. Well, what? Yes. Oh, yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Oh talking. God. Now you're talking. I love those guys. I, I love them down at NXT. Now you're talking my language. Imagine think about that. Bringing those ingobernables to NXT. Having Andrade taking over and... Fuck, that'd be the shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Hell Put yeah. them to that level they're Damn looking for right now. That talk, brings bro. a different we element. Talk. <laughs> All right. Well, my women's. Uh, yes. I actually, I want, I want to use Shirai. I do want Rhea Ripley, uh, for sure, uh, because I think it's a, it's about her time. But I'm scared for her to go to the main roster. Yeah. Because I know they're gonna bury the shit out of her, especially yeah. if, if she goes to Raw. I would like to see her and Oscar. That's gonna be a, not a bad match either. That'd be two different, you know, different talents. Not di- exactly, different styles and not WWE styles. It's two different independent workers uh, from their, you know, from their perspective territory where they came from. Um, I, yeah, I mean, oh, you know what? I actually, I would not mind, uh, I would not mind, I, I really want to see Shayna. Why I say Shayna? Because... Uh, you want, you know mentioned that She's dominant, very dominant. They haven't built her. She needs to be built. I don't like the fact that how she went to the roster the way how she went was ridiculous. I don't. I in the beginning they they it they, started out well. She yeah. she cleaned house at Elimination Chamber and then a roll up at Mania just killed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean to see a, we all want to see a Ronda Ronda and you know Shayna Baszler. Why not? But that's not gonna happen. Mm. I mean, it just. But why? But I will re redevelop Shayna and make her like she's supposed to be the badass Brock Lesnar female, female version. It's supposed to be Ronda that way, but Ronda, we don't know if Ronda's gonna come back or not. We don't not know that yet. Maybe she is. Maybe she's, she's teetering and tottering and, and whatnot. Well, yeah, I mean, she trained with you know, alongside with Teal Piper, you know, which is you know Body Piper's daughter, you know, but just training and everything by far. But I think she actually looks like she's ready and. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I it's, see it right now as as what's shit going on. Changes are coming after TLC, and yes, I'm mentioning now that we've this pre-recorded for the Christmas Eve special. But yeah, but after all that, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what changes are going to come. We won't find out until the next, you know, 48 hours. 
of what's going to happen, what type of changes are coming for Raw and SmackDown. And then you could change a lot of things from the Royal Rumble. Uh, but by far, those are my picks. Now, uh, one thing I do want to do, which if you guys are willing to do it, I'm willing to do it. Let's make a wager on this. We should put like right, a whole, right. let's put a pot on it. Let's put a pot on it. How much, how much you guys want to put five each? Short. Or $5 each. Yes. Put it in a pot. The winner, the That's winner, true. whoever got the, the prediction right, will take the pot. What if, what if it's nobody? That'd be true. <laughs> and you're going to mail me a check? Then you, you keep your money back. You okay, okay. Then Dango <laughs> makes a return and wins the Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> do me a favor. Don't put spoiler on the check. The bank won't take it. <laughs> I forget. We got to figure out the exchange rate, too, you know, for us. Yeah, we're a couple oh, Canadian yeah, boys true. here. Canadian. Canadian. Hey, no? It's it, it, it great. Hey, completely I mean, different over here. They have no cash. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, got them pounds. Pounds, I don't, I don't mind. Anything. Uh, I don't mind at all. It's not too bad, actually. It's not cents for you Canadians. Yeah, it's not good. I'm pretty sure us giving James money is more money when he gets it, right? Oh, that's Am I true. right? <laughs> it's not good. I'm pretty sure us giving James money is more money when he gets it, right? Oh, that's Am I true. He's trying to keep <laughs> silent, but he gets, he gets the good end of the deal. Yeah. Yeah, he gets the better end of the deal. Just more for me. <laughs> James, I tell you what, if I somehow win this thing, I'll let you keep your money if you can get Ross Foreman to return one of my emails, okay? Uh, <laughs> uh, gets five dollars from good... all of us and the ransom money for Jamie Noble. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> pounds is three pounds. Three pounds. Oh, God, Seventy pence and three pounds. So how about it? Is that a yes or a no? Call Should back. we do a wager? Um, yes or no? Hey, sure. Man. Yeah. Sure. Down, yeah. Run down, man. All right. Do it in. Do it in. So remember your picks. Remember your picks. If, it, if, it's, a, if it's a tie, then I'm going to split. So, okay. And then uh, we'll come together and then we'll figure out We'll figure out how we get a wire transfer. It doesn't matter. Should we, should, should we live stream the Bro Rumble? Like do like a live stream thing or we all come together and watch at the same time? I would or love to do that. And yeah. If you guys want to do it, I'm willing yeah. to it do it. It can happen, sure. Why not? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Might as well. <laughs> Might as well. Uh, oh my god, yeah, we've been here for so much while, but I just really want to go ahead and thank everyone our, to our viewers and to our subscriber for right. joining us in this Christmas Eve special. Uh, we it was it, we're doing this for you guys, for our viewers, for our subscribers, and subscribe to our perspective channels. We thank you very much for tuning into our content and continue to spreading the love and words of each of our channels towards worldwide, internet, everywhere. Let them know of what we do. And we would like to thank, once again, all of you guys for tuning in, watching this Christmas special. And I should want to go ahead and thank all my brothers here in this round, big round table of the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. I want to thank all of you guys for coming back once again. And the new ones who came and joined us as well. Thank you so much. And hopefully you guys come back around. We could do another one. Oh uh, yeah, you know how Nick said we could do a Royal Rumble one on live, and also we could do a Mania one, a Mania predictions. If yeah. we just want to mm -hmm. do that, 
Yeah, yeah definitely. Let's do yeah. it. Definitely. I want to. I want to yeah. say one thing. Are they? Uh, did we lose both dirty heels by any chance? Yeah, yeah they we did. did. Uh, yeah, we did. So, so okay. So if Lana so wins the Rumble, up, yeah. they don't know about the wager. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Anthony, all we go say. I do. I'm paying up to Lana win. Just like I do. Because you live in their, their like near their place. Down the street. Hey man, if you hear those saxophones at number thirty, that's all I'm saying. Oh, I'm closing my wallet. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, of course, be, before everyone, like, before everyone wraps up, I'm I'm the new guy here. Can you guys, uh, for the people that are going to be listening on my viewership, can you guys just plug your stuff, man? Where we can find you guys? Uh, you well, want to go around the circle? Myself and Big E on the bottom. Myself and Big E. Um, we are of the Backstage Brawl podcast. You can find us on YouTube at the Backstage Brawl. Our Facebook is at the Backstage Brawl. Our Instagram is Backstage Brawl. Our Twitter is Backstage, backstage Brawl. Underscore Brawl. Underscore Brawl. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we, we couldn't get We just put an episode up on uh, – we just started Apple um, Audio Podcasting, so we just put our stuff on Anchor FM, on Spotify. Our previous thir uh, 38 episodes <coughs> are on YouTube, if you, care to if you can watch them. Um, we we do Insta we do Instagram live or Brawl Talk live every Saturday. Every twelve thirty on Saturday Eastern time on Saturday with myself and Eric. Um, yeah, that's that's, that's basically us. Um, that's so Ellen and I you see just... my lovely face Saturdays at twelve thirty <laughs> <laughs> with my coffee and my Batman glass and everything. But yeah, that's everything. There. Oh yeah, no. Noel and I. You can find us at the Ring Fanatics everywhere. Same thing, same username. <coughs> Both Twitter, Instagram at the Ring Fanatics. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify. Uh, not on Apple Music. We couldn't get ours on there, and for some reason it's not working. But you can find us on Spotify, Anchor, YouTube right now, and of course Instagram and Twitter. I'm, uh, Tyler, oh yeah, go ahead, Anthony. Go ahead. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm at the Titantron Podcast on Instagram. Uh, uh, same as Backstage Brawl. I couldn't get at the Titantron, so I'm at the underscore Titantron. Um, you know, Titantron on YouTube. I'm on Anchor, Radio Public, Bre uh, Breaker, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You name it. Having a little trouble with the audio podcast, but we're working it out. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all. I'm where I'm the I'm the podcast that gets you your information and gets you the hell out of here. So that's my little right. moniker there. So. You can find me on those uh, on those handles. Tyler, how about yourself? Uh, you can find myself and my co-host Mike. We are at Counted Out, the number seven. We do a weekly top seven countdown podcast every Thursday. We drop it. Uh, it's just so much fun, man. Getting to go back and rewatch some old wrestling. We recently just did the top seven Ric Flair Starcade matches. Ooh. We do some interviews every now and then. So you guys like countdowns, man? Check it out. Definitely, definitely. I can see that. The James Bond of uh, Bond Voices. Where can they find you? Hey, yo, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> I said about voices. I said about voices. Okay, okay. I'm, the I'm, I'm the voice. He's the same. Um, yeah, thanks again. Lots coming on. Um, you can find my uh, show, That 90s Wrestling Podcast. It's on YouTube. It's on um, Podbean, Spotify, uh, Anchor, and all them good places. And yeah, and if people want to check it out, uh, basically... I interview uh, wrestlers past and present, uh, do top 25 countdowns. I've got a fun video I'm thinking of putting out this Tuesday, uh, what Vince McMahon thinks of the AEW roster. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that. I like doing impressions. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to strain my focal cords, but I'm looking forward to doing it. Um, but, but yeah, we've got interviews with uh, a few names we mentioned earlier, Don Callis, uh, Thunder Rosa, Nick Aldis. Uh so yeah, and a few more lining up. Hopefully next week I'll be talking to Al Snow. 
So we'll see how it goes. Wow, yeah, funny, I'm looking forward to it. Talk to Nick Aldis. Can you tell him I stole my wife Nick Nicky James from me? Oh, oh, man. Man. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> we'll talk about that off the air. We want to see. I joke. I joke. I joke. All right. Mr. Kyle and Jimmy Puppet, where can they find you guys? You can find us every Wednesday night on YouTube, 7 p.m. You can check us out on Twitter. You can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We do put content out on TikTok. Um, we got a couple of we, uh, you can, we got YouTube. We got good idea, bad idea. We got spoiler alerts. We got live reactions. We got interviews. We got all kinds of shit for you. Yep. And as for all me, right. uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jeremy Prophet. Uh, that's exactly like how it's spelled there on the little screen we got. Uh, I'm on Instagram, also not on too often, but if you look up the real Jeremy Prophet, that'll be me. And, uh, yeah, you know, feel free to follow me, interact with me. Uh, 15 years in the business, tried out with WWE, with a lot of the top companies, uh, top talent in this country. And uh, I'd love to be able to be a guest on all of your shows, uh, especially, especially you, James, because uh, I'm trying to get over the pond there and get over to the U.K., so, uh, you know, I'd love to connect directly with your audience and uh, help me get into that amazing scene you have there. But if any of you guys want me, uh, you know, I'm free pretty much any place, any time, and uh, we can do some good business. All right. I yeah, want you, Jeremy, I, I've heard of you, man. I know, you, I know your work, Jeremy. We'll get you over on Count It Out, man. Local, local Canadian boys, man. Hit me up tonight, man. I'll be glad I'll to get do you. It. Same here, Jeremy. I'm going to hit you up. And also, styling, profiling, willing, dealing. Where can they find you, Mr. Yeah. Jonah? Yeah, no, this was great. Again, I love doing these. I can't wait for uh, us to do some more. And you could find us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and especially YouTube at Rewind, Recap, Relive. We got tons and tons of interviews. We just released episode 25 with Just Incredible. Uh, in the past, we had Godfather, Ricky Morton, uh, and a bunch of other legends, so many. And the point of our show is to actually bring on the uh, other 50% of the episode, which is the <laughs> rising star. And we pair them up. So we've had Tons yeah. of great rising stars. We've had a bunch of guys from Philly, a bunch of guys from uh, some from Canada. We've had a lot from the Midwest. So many great names. So I've loved uh, seeing all the different wrestling that's out there and learning more about these other indie promotions. And Jeremy, I'd love to have you on too. 15 years in the business. I'd, you know, I'd put you in the rising star category if, if you wouldn't mind, of course. I don't know how, if that's your cup of tea, but we could, we could talk about that for sure. Get hey, you on I mean, with the, the, the way I see it, you know, whatever you want to do, you're the man running the show. So I'm all good with it. Uh, I don't necessarily consider myself a rising star. I kind of am someone who just hasn't been given the stage in the proper spotlight yet. But uh, if any of y'all are familiar with my work, uh, you know that it's top notch and, you know, best in the world. I It'd be interesting to, to hear that perspective too. Yeah. No, I've definitely heard the name before. Yeah. So, and I, and I'll uh, definitely watch some of your work, but yeah, that's our show. And you can find us on social media at rewind recap relive and I'll, I'll even drop something else uh we might have in the next couple of weeks a certain good brother coming on the show so uh -oh. you heard it here first Ooh, you heard it here. Oh, all right yeah. no details no details uh, so yeah no. thank you so much and our brother brothers that just left i mean i guess they lost the call or disconnected or whatever happened our brother Bowman and Kofi Weston, the dirty heels podcast they give the people what they want make sure mm -hmm. you on their youtube channel on spotify oh on hell on, yeah on last out media make sure you follow them as well and also for us here on circle debate uh, you can find us at circle debate at twitter at circle debate on instagram also on our youtube channel and where else they can find us mike besides that 
Yeah, well, we have our own website, circleofdebate.com, that we're uh, putting together some finishing touches. Uh, we're everywhere. And um, you guys can, uh, everybody here can follow me on uh, Instagram, randomhero2099. It's my personal account. So, so yeah. And Matt, where can I find you individually? So, I actually have us hooked up with the Japanese live streaming platform. It doesn't have all the problems that we have on some of the other streaming platforms. But I'm on twitcasting.tv, and I actually host a show that's going to be – I'm going to start recording episodes <coughs> of this new show called The Unique Music Show and actually uh, features musicians like one-man bands and people that play the, the guitar with their feet and all kinds of insane <laughs> stuff. So it's like it's like a so music's really like my main thing, majority of the time. But I'm also part of this podcast. Of course, you can find me mgc underscore dgom on Instagram. So, all right. Yeah, Mr. Killer, where can they find you individually? Make you hear us. Oh, at Josh Brett Horton on Twitter and at Josh Brett Horton on Instagram, and look up Josh Brett Horton. Uh, J-O-S-H-B-R-E-T-T-H-O-R-T-O-N on Facebook. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And everything gentlemen. else, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, you heard and, it right, ladies and, and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just say one thing. It is great to be back on the circle of debate. <laughs> if you don't know what I mean by circle of debate, I mean the number one fucking podcast in the world. You better feel it because we coming for that top spot. We climbing the ladder. You better you you headed to the top. You headed to the top. You better meet us there. <laughs> That's how you end this. That was a great. I point. fucking love it. But yeah, but ladies and gentlemen, yes, you can find us, which we will have that description below. All of our brothers' links, their YouTube channels, their social media platforms, right in the description, right below. So and don't forget to subscribe to their channels as well. So from us, from all of us here, from the United Kingdom, from Montreal, Quebec, from the Queens of New York, from all over NYC, from the East Coast and the West Coast, and from the Midwest, whoever's in the Midwest, well, we cheers you. Uh, Salud, a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Fake beer. Yeah. And a happy new year's <laughs> to you guys. I think we should all say it together. The most important part of this, remember, wrestling is life. That is right. Yes. Wrestling yeah. is yeah. life. Yes. Can we all say it yes. together at least? Merry Go Christmas. All right, let's do it. All right, all right. All right. We'll say it together, three. all of us on three. One, two, three. Merry, Merry Christmas. 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 That wasn't lame at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in.